0: Okay. Um, hello, and, and welcome to Well, There's Your Problem.
1: It's a podcast about engineering disasters, with slides. Um, I'm Justin Rosniak, I'm the person who's talking right now. My pronouns are he and him. All right, go.
2: I am Alice Goldwell Kelly, I'm the person who's talking now. My pronouns are she and her. Yay, Liam. Yay, Liam. Uh, here's Very the formal yay, Liam. My, my my
3: pronouns are he/him. I'm Liam Anderson, and one of my friends just spelled karaoke,
2: K-E-R-O-K-E. Karaoke, that isn't that like Kiroke. a potato dumpling. Car-
1: isn't that Kiroke. the guy? That's the guy who pioneered assisted suicide, right?
3: Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Karaoke. Yeah. I just got a text that said, "Going to karaoke late? Yeah, ten to ten thirty. Damn, y'all young or something? Y'all spelled wrong.
2: <laughs> Love your friends." Uh, speaking I of detail. doctors, we have a guest. Guest, please. Hello. introduce we you have a guest.
4: Hello, uh, my name is uh, Tom Bowers. Uh My pronouns are uh, he/him, for the sake of argument. <laughs> Tom, why the
2: fuck are you here?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just like we'll
2: revisit this in, at, at a future time.
4: Yeah, maybe. We've we, I've done the visiting this, and we'll kind of come back round to it at some point. I'm sure, but mm. uh, yeah, for, for now, he/him is is fine. So, yes. So uh, we seem
3: to have. Are we not going to explain why Doctor Tom is here?
1: Oh, we do need to explain why Doctor Tom is here. Doctor Tom, why are you here? Uh,
4: I'm here because we are going to talk about a medical disaster. Yeah, uh, you fuckers what? have been asking for this
2: forever. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. So what we have on the screen here this this is a well this is this is in fact a therax 6 uh, linear accelerator. This
2: is very sort of Star Star Trek original I, I did, series. Yeah, um, it's the. I, I, it's the device. They're gonna put you <laughs> yes. in the device. You got too sick, and now they're gonna yeah. put you in a device. Something which I would not enjoy. Um, I'm,
1: I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm like uh, halfway between. This is the medical device, and this is what's inside the, you know the, you know the vaporization chambers and episode guys ever... where the, yeah. uh, they're having the virtual war.
0: Mm, you man. guys
1: remember the beginning
3: of Quake Four? It's kind of like that. Oh gosh!
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this 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 has the uh, exciting tagline. This is a reliable, high-output linear accelerator featuring extra-large, fully flattened treatment fields. Ooh.
2: Looks like a big Ooh. sewing machine, and it looks like um, they just put you under it, and then. I I don't know. It, it uses a big big red yeah. flashlight, and it just sort of like knocks all the illness out of you. Is yeah, is maybe a, the idea?
4: I, I love that sort of even in sort of the you know what early eighties late seventies here. We've so we've got we've we've already agreed that sort of the uh, laser sort of laser eyes, laser sort of that's that's good for marketing. That sells a product. Oh, yeah. Also coming in a color that just you uh, yeah medical devices do not have this range of um, colours anymore. The, the nineteen sort of nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties, sort of the end of an era for uh, for sort of interestingly colored devices so and like
2: contrast trim in like an olive. Yeah.
4: It's it's wild. It's got, got some chromed bits and, and they now now they all just come in beige. Yeah, it's Ugh. it's, it's it all beige white. I think, shame, yeah. I think
1: I think I think they'd look less intimidating oh, if they had sterile more design. Doctors all you know? white, yeah. I think
2: yeah. you could go the opposite direction, right? I think if you played it up a bit, if you if you put me in like a black, like a jet black MRI, and you were like, this, "Yeah, this is the goth MRI," this is I the, would this be is a the... lot less scared.
1: Has like uh has like a, like a pointed arch in front as the entrance. Time you, yeah,
2: every time they put you near it, the radiologist is like, "Prepare the sacrifice," and
0: just black metal <laughs> starts playing. Yeah, all right, you know,
2: this is this is sort of commensurate with what I'm about to be. <laughs> got feeling. like this got like fine. gargoyles on it and shit. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah, 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 yeah. It I with... love the Warhammer 40k setting. <laughs> when it quenches,
1: if, if it quenches the gas it goes out a gargoyle on the outside of the building
3: <laughs>
1: yeah
4: incredible
3: see that see that scene and, lunch and,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: as someone who has at least some of a medical sort of radiation science degree then um uh yeah that's the kind of thing that that a lot of uh, sort of radiotherapists and radiation scientists would be into
2: yeah, <laughs> getting into this because you really want some like hooded robes, you know. Uh, yeah. Sort of, like driving music, all this, all this stuff.
4: Um, I mean, it's sort of. Uh, I, I have sort of well, I know I do have a degree. I have, I but it, I have a third class degree in this, and, and re- research for this basically involved relearning my entire sort of um, the X-ray part of my course. Which uh, had I done that at the time, uh, I would have done significantly better. <laughs>
2: I, I'm the only one here who is like, I will never go back to my degree for, for a subject. Because we've made everyone else here, except me, revisit their degree, and I'm not going back to law school for this. I'm not sure how I would, but I'm not going back to any of my old books for this. Um, But, so, this thing is the precursor of what we're gonna talk about, which yeah, is... This, this,
4: this is the one you can still find pictures of, because it worked.
2: By popular (laughs) demand, we're talking about this thing's less successful descendant, Therak-25. But first...
1: We have to do the goddamn news.
2: Come on. Here we go. So, we managed to have uh, a helicopter crash in Australia, um, and... uh, Two helicopters smacked directly into each other at, I, I guess, like a heliport. Uh, Look at that. Two sightseeing yeah. helicopters, um, one of them climbing, the other one landing. Um, and there's actually footage from on board, the one descending, which shows nope. uh, the thing nope. that you don't want, which is a passenger grabbing the pilot's arm and pointing um, so as to convey there is a helicopter that you are about to fly into. Um, oh, Whoops. So right. the, the the helicopter taking off shears the front off of the one landing, including nope. the entire windscreen. Like ev- the nope. first sort of like, Fuck say like out. half a you know half a third of the the helicopter is just gone, just missing. Um, that still manages to land safely, which you know credit to that pilot who now does not have a windshield and has just had a very very close shave. From some like rotor blades or fuselage or whatever, managing to land that safely. The other one, as we see here, has lost the entire tail. Uh, That did not make a safe landing. It makes a very deadly landing and kills everyone on board.
4: Uh, It's gone poorly.
2: Yeah. The last I
4: heard that there was one. There there was one survivor from the crash. Or has that now changed?
2: I believe that has now changed. I believe everyone uh, has has died. But. yeah, so th- these are all like uh, tourists because this is a sightseeing helicopter, oh, and uh, yeah, helicopters are v- v- obscenely dangerous machines. I'm terrified of them. Thousand moving parts, looking for not. a place to crash. Uh huh. Uh huh. As as I put on the the Chiron here, the only thing more dangerous than a helicopter is two helicopters. In fact, it's twice yes. as dangerous. Um, Bloody hell! You
3: remember when we did that Kobe Bryant thread and people got real oh, mad yeah. at us? Oh yeah. Mm
2: hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've been on helicopter tours before. I went on one over the Grand Canyon as a child and the whole time I was like well if I die at least it'll be an interesting fall it'll be very scenic you know yes at like a, a 20 seconds of just like going into a big hole in the ground like Joshua Graham and I'm like yeah this is this is fine to me um I, I can't
1: imagine going on one of those tours just because it'd be so loud it would get to the point where it's loud enough that you know a, I can't hear anything, and then my vision starts going blurry. You can't
2: hear anything <laughs> anyway
1: This is true, but when there's a, when there's enough <laughs> noise, when there's enough noise, my other senses start mean, going
2: up. it's actually not that it's not that bad like once they put the like um the headset the like air defenders and radio thing on you it's it's really not so bad um hmm. it, it feels feels I've been in a much louder situation I've been in louder trains, I'm pretty certain, uh, although that may just be the poor quality of british rails um
0: but, so, mm. the,
2: the Australians are now investigating how this happened, uh-huh. uh, but, uh, as yet, we don't know, other than the fact that uh, helicopters, it's bad when you crash them into each other.
1: Yeah. Uh, don't do that. Um, don't do that. Uh, well, there's your problem. Top tip. Don't get in a helicopter if you can avoid it.
2: Yeah. And if you do, d- try to, like, I mean, this is a valuable example of, like, uh, passenger-assisted see and avoid, right? Not successfully, but... Uh, yeah. You know, if you as a passenger can see that the aircraft you're on is about to crash, it's probably a good thing to like give the pilot a heads up, and so you know, very helpful.
1: So wait, was the was the helicopter that crashed and killed everyone the one where the pilot gave the got the heads up, or was it?
2: No, no, that was the oh, other no. one, I believe. So I believe uh, okay. they uh, they gave him the heads up right before the the helicopter that killed everyone like crashed oh. into it.
4: Um ah, I see. It's, well, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I, I saw some of the stuff about the uh, people involved, and that was pretty tragic.
0: Uh in other news,
4: There's
2: weather weather is occurring. Um, we-
1: we- weather did happen. This is
2: um, uh like the second instance of weather in the United States in the same week, I believe, because previously the East Coast got it, and now the West Coast had. A bomb cyclone, which- We we didn't get shit here in Philly. We got
1: like a little flurry for a couple hours, it was over.
2: (laughs) Meanwhile, Buffalo is like trapped in a big block of ice like the end of The Shining. Um, Oh yeah,
1: for the second time in the past couple months.
2: (laughs) You know, it's almost as if there's some kind of climatic instability occurring here. It's like there's weather, more often um I, I don't know if anyone's noticed this or thought about this um yeah, maybe formed a sort of international working group about this
4: it's it's fascinating isn't it how the sort of yeah i'm um, that uh, I, I i mean i don't know about anyone else i'm i'm somewhat getting quite accustomed to these uh once in a generation events that i mean i don't know if it's just me uh if i'm getting old or whatever but you know yeah. every year The one just grinds you down, right? Once in a generation uh, weather event seems to come around earlier and earlier. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It seems like I'm I'm living through one of those one in a hundred year things pretty often these days. Um, That's
3: that's what Shock said is that uh, you know, climate change is basically just watching the planet be destroyed through cell phone cameras until you're holding the camera.
0: Well, I, like
1: you know, I, I, yeah. I just want I just want some snow to happen here and you know what happens instead is it's consistently like fifty-four degrees in January. Yeah. I mean, my God, that it's, it's just lame. That,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, but so the worst part is if you believe in sort of like radical optimism or like climate optimism or whatever, then that that requires you to go, Hey, this is all locked in. It's gonna be like this like forever now. This is normal therefore it is time for us to exert sort of maximum effort to make sure it is only this bad, plus as worse as it gets, like, until it <laughs> bottoms out, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I I, I put down, there's weather, because, like, all of this shit's already locked in, this is happening, whether we make it worse than this or not. I'd, and eventually we're gonna have to do, like, Covid, we're gonna have to, like, Stop considering this as news in order to like cope with it psychologically, otherwise, it would be all the news that there was. Um, if you remember that, um, that New York Times front page that was like, Here are the New Yorkers who have died of COVID and like really small print, uh, mm-hmm. and then they just the number of deaths from COVID in New York just like quintupled after that, and yes. they just kind of, well,
1: okay, yeah, uh, what you gonna do?
2: Well, it's weather. Um, my, my joke for this is that God sent a storm to kill Jeremy Renner, but instead he got Ken Block. Which, RIP. It's true. Uh, it's very sad. Snowmobiles, mm. also. Very dangerous machines. Yeah. You want to be careful with those yeah. two. I was about to
1: say, people seem to get, get themselves killed on snowmobiles, like, constantly. Mm.
4: I, I was Mostly doing to, tricks with them. <laughs> I was looking up to see which was um, invented first, the snowmobile or the jet ski. Uh, but it, actually it's actually the snowmobile. So so the, so the oh. jet ski was invented as a safer alternative to the snowmobile. Wow. I
2: mean oh it's th- those things and ATVs as well like just generally any sort of equipment that you put a, a a powerful engine in then you don't really require that much training to let people use. It's, it's fine, it's normal. Um and you know this is just going to just go continue and it it's up to you whether you get like whether you live in a climate change zone that gets this kind of fucked up weather, or Philadelphia, where it's just like oh, it's just hot in the winter. It's just
0: yeah, it's just hot and
2: the summers
1: now. Yeah, miserable drizzle just yeah. constantly. Oh god, the cold rain, cloud, cloud rain. cover yeah. for for like months on end. Everything's gray.
3: Like we live in Nova Scotia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do want to say that, like, obviously, you know, it's it's hard to just on a personal level to like the grind of this is, is so fucking exhausting of like mm. watching, you know, everything just sort of go up in smoke and people not give a shit about it. I know I'm not, you know, I'm not even saying that to be depressing. I'm just saying that to be like, you're not the only person feeling that way. I uh, uh, And I suggest personally, what you do is, and you will have to bleep this, but I'm doing it for the mm. comedic effect. Go to the ExxonMobil CEO's house or houses or whichever and Saudi Aramco... <laughs> with Aram a, Katana, C- with uh, a Katana. No, 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 we're not doing Katanas. That's inefficient. We are doing you need big, one of those
1: cobbled together guns, baby.
3: You know. <laughs> uh and what you do is you you usher his <laughs> into the basement, and you say, "Stand right here. We're gonna," <laughs> and then you just <laughs> like it's a nineties RPG.
1: This and is gonna uh, be a long bleed. <laughs>
3: yeah, good. <laughs> and oh, and no. then uh, you you <laughs> the out them on the front lawn, call the news, and say, "Hey, <laughs> the CEO of ExxonMobil. <laughs> Mobil." I <laughs> uh, and uh, you might want to come quick. Uh, his entire family's. <laughs> uh, and then you repeat that for Royal Shell and whoever the hell else. And then you take the entire uh, Congress and. Uh, uh, once again, you will need a hallmark um... for this. So me, I'm, I'm setting a record for longest bleep, Alice. How can I help I you? I've had a very frustrating
2: week. I don't think so. I think I think the pro, the path to progress is like moderate reforms within the law. I think if we like mm. sort of petition the government peacefully for a redress of our grievances, we could
1: uh, we could change the system from within.
2: That's right. Yes. That's, that's
3: right. why I've become a, a police officer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Alice, you consider if you consider yeah, right. getting a petroleum engineering degree. Ah.
0: Alice
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's strange. It's almost as if people I, think that a climate change have an that... oil field for you to blow up. <laughs> it's curious. People almost seem to believe that an oil company executive could not be a socialist revolutionary. Um <laughs> Um in a third piece of news. Oh fuck, where'd I put the news button? Uh... There we go. This guy is in hell. We put this guy in a living yes. nightmare. Yes. <laughs> this has been. Of his own yet- creation. This oh. is
3: this is like watching the Republic fall apart behind, before our eyes to these dweebs sucks. Uh, it'd be cool if we were doing it, but like watching this guy with that fucking shit eating face, knowing he's about to just scoop more hot shit into his mouth, <laughs>
2: this is just a, this a is, goddamn <laughs> delight. Oh, this cool. is Kevin McCarthy. Uh, he is not the House majority leader. He wants to be. He wants to be the, the leader of the new Republican majority in the House of Representatives, however, they have to vote for him to do that. And he has been experiencing a sort of permanent nightmare where all of your colleagues get together in a room to vote about how cool they think you are, and uh, like you, you can't get a majority of them. Like, um, yes. Because... They think the other House... guys are cool. Yeah, the House Freedom Caucus thinks that Trump is cooler, and uh, or, or thinks that like th- this guy's woke and he's going to do gender to them, um, and so they've been they've been refusing to vote for him. Most notable was Matt Gates or Gats, the sort of like
0: weird, penophile. wrong yeah. aspect
2: yeah. ratio looking ass. Uh, yeah. Pedophile. You could say. Hmm. It.
1: You 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 could say that. Yeah. Um, are we are we able to say that? I'm not sure. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. He's oh, okay. a pedophile. Yeah, he's okay. a pedophile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We, also, have we to we, back that up.
3: Yes, we have, we have uh, criminal investigations to back that up.
2: Oh, wow, I see, okay. okay. I was, I, I thought you were just doing more beeps, but nope, you not.
3: Nope, dude, it's a straight up pedophile.
2: Wow. So,
1: yeah, You need a good pedophile to fight the bad pedophile.
2: <laughs> really good pedophiles,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't really know where to go you with that one. You need a dead pedophile.
3: Yeah, right pedophile there on the wiki page, the... federal investigations into sex trafficking. We could call oh, him a pedophile.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, in any case, Matt, Matt Matt Gates and his his caucus of freaks and weirdos are, are, are like refusing to vote for him, and all the Republicans can think to do is just run it again, run it again, run it again. Well, We've had what twelve votes now.
1: That we're uh, going into. Uh, we're we're going 14. into fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Fourteen
4: times yeah. the charm. Yeah. He's <laughs> so married. Is, um...
3: Matt Gates is married to the dweeb that invented Oculus. Uh, that guy's sister. Palmer Lucky. Wow. Yeah, oh, I hate Palmer that I know that
4: I didn't name. want to say
2: his name. I hate that I know. It's like it.
4: the guy who's most recently in the news for uh, inventing an Oculus headset that will um, uh, kill uh, you. Yeah, yeah, kill you if you uh, yeah if you die in the game, you die in real life. Mm, yeah, that guy. You know, what I think is interesting about this whole
1: vote situation is that um you know once once like they um they they elect a speaker um the entire purpose of the Republican majority will be to prevent any legislation from moving forward. So they don't actually have to, uh, elect a speaker because that has the same effect.
3: Right. Um, you know,
1: but I, I think, uh, you know, maybe even more effective to further their agenda of blocking everything is just to continue this through another two years.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because,
1: you know, Republicans in the House would not be able to do very much other than block legislation handed down by the Senate, uh, regardless of uh, uh, the outcome here. Uh, So I I think, you know, this is going to probably go on for a while, I think. It also adds a
2: nice little fun thing, which is that Hakeem Jeffries can't be House Minority Leader yet, which is really funny, because he shouldn't be. He's he's terrible, and therefore, Mm -hmm. uh, great. Perfect you know anarchist the anarcho republican party, yes,
4: I'm sort of enjoying that the, the we've sort of had uh you know over the summer sort of our own sort of little contest of um just backstabbing and chaos with the uh, mm. Tory party uh, leadership election it's It's nice to go across the pond to sort of just you know once again, America just does things bigger, so oh, yeah, you know it, yeah yeah the it's it's lovely to see sort of someone else's completely impenetrable internecine process for uh, selecting things. Do they have to? Um, how do they vote? Do you? Do, is it sort of computerized, or do they have to sort of stand up and walk through a lobby? Oh, you have to
2: stand up while a guy calls your name and say "aye" or "nay." Uh, this is why Kristen Cinema did the sort of like sassy thumbs down thing.
4: Uh, I, I think
1: it it depends on what the vote is. Right, they do have buttons at their desk, right. I believe, okay. but some some votes are I don't know what they call it, like a roll call vote or something. Where yeah, you have to physically go up. Um, yeah, this, is, this up, is
2: great?
4: They were getting upset. The that the Democrats were sort of drinking in the chamber or something. They were bringing popcorn, yeah. which that, I that's probably that's, that's what I would be. If a couple
3: be. of them were drinking, I would be drinking. I would be I'd drinking. I would start drinking, digging yeah. again. <laughs> and just yeah. spitting on just spitting in a cup, being like, "Y'all, yeah, you voted yet, huh?" Like you, you wouldn't know? you wouldn't
2: even have to use a cup because I think Congress still has like congressionally mm. mandated Civil War era spittoons. I think uh, if you, good, if you were
3: paying attention at our live show, you would know that they do.
2: Yeah, I, I I'm gonna say uh Alice. You know, I was I was 70% aware of that live show. It was mostly chance. And to be honest, <laughs> yeah, you fuckers love a chat. <laughs> yeah.
1: Apologize for not getting recording that. Um, yeah, but anyway, we chance, did try, just yeah, so I you did, know. Yeah. yeah. The um the uh, you know the the net the net effect of this is we're just not going to get any post offices renamed for another two years you know um, <laughs> yeah we what we cannot rename yeah, like post office
2: third August in October to be uh you, you know say the third like, August
1: in October. To-
2: a, yeah, the, 3rd the, the third August and October is the third August. National August. Time <laughs> Day.
0: Doing <It was> <laughs> great there.
2: National
1: Cal- time calendar,
2: ca- calendar Literacy Day. <laughs> day. <laughs> oh, I'm in. I'm in I mean, such a frame of mind for this. Yeah,
4: this is the. I mean, this is the sort of thousand and something day of March 2020. So, I mean, at this point, yeah. <laughs>
2: It's been twenty sixteen for oh a million years. of a million years it's
1: been one week et cetera, et cetera, et cetera you know that song
2: <laughs> came out like twenty three years ago this week
4: oh no oh, wow wow can, yeah, can we learn fat
2: to make the third August in October national weather there's your problem day I think he'd do it try right. oh,
1: yeah yeah, we can ask him I mean uh,
2: yeah that's oh that sort yeah. turns twenty five
3: this year sorry,
1: wow mm oh well, <clears> god it we're yeah. old anyway it'll probably it'll probably be another five years before they elect a speaker and i for one am here for it i think it's very funny um absolutely i you know, just wa- just want to watch those numbers go up you know <laughs> uh, anyway that was the goddamn news all
4: right all right we're doing here okay Ooh, pretty uh-huh. colors
0: Pretty yeah, colors, yes. This is this
4: this is the only bit of my day job I get to talk about here. So this is this is uh uh this is uh nature's oh, water oh, Okay, we'll, we'll, yeah. Uh, this is this is um this is nature's own engineering disaster. This is cancer.
2: Hmm. Oh, this is the thing that I think I have every time I get like a slight twinge anywhere. Yes.
4: Yeah. So this is this is can- So on the uh, specifically. Uh, on the left, this is a, a, a what's called a ductal carcinoma of the breast, and on the right is a Hodgkin's lymphoma. Huh. Okay, so uh. that's yeah. So, the, so uh, I'm not going to go into the, the uh, too much into the specifics of those cancers exactly because each of them is at least a sort of three-hour presentation. Uh, so. Basically, cancer occurs we when have to ask are,
2: ourselves what is,
4: can- what, is what is cancer? what is yeah. cancer. So, ca- cancer yeah, it's basically occurs. It's a, it's a tropic. <laughs> God damn it, dude! <laughs> so, uh, it arises when there are failures in the process, failures in processes during cell replication, and this is basically occurs in one of two ways. You either have mutations that are present from birth and those are called germline mutations. So, Like the BRCA uh, gene, right? Like BRCA, like uh, Lynch syndrome in bowel cancer, endometrial cancer, and then somatic mutations, which are ones that occur sort of throughout life. You acquire them as you, uh, the older you get, the the more things can go wrong.
0: Hmm.
4: So uh, I've written, I've, I've put recapping a bit of basic biology here, but given that the standard for basic biology has been set so low, uh, our
2: our viewers, our listeners—the standard beneath even that. I mean, yes. Yeah.
4: I mean, uh, uh, I mean, like, the I, less I, I, I know about how my body works, the happier oh, yeah. I am. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, this is this is where it gets kind of terrifying because this is when you find out that um a lot of stuff is kind of um, there. There's it's it's all under the control of sort of um proteins, and there, there's no oh
2: fuck those guys. Jesus oh, my God. Christ!
4: It's not yeah. a co- it's not really a cause of it's not really a sort of conscious process. And and even less than that, it's literally just due to like the, these things have to be folded in a certain way.
0: You,
2: you think that you're yeah. like a, a guy, wrong, incorrect. Mm-hmm. You are like 15 trillion little like miniature guys and they're all doing their own thing. Um, yeah. And Your body is firmware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are at uh, best a sort of unruly uh, democracy of like a lot of other shit going her, on.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: And everyone sort of has to march in the same general direction. If we
2: think mm-hmm. of the body as the Stanford Marching Band... You think uh, of the body as the House of Representatives. Right. It has to elect a speaker. Um, Your dumb you brain think is the-, the speaker.
1: <laughs> you think of the body as one of several armies marching to the Crusades.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, why I'm, I'm stacking Don't loot, don't loot, uh, <laughs>
4: wherever it
2: was, Constantinople. Constantinople, Constantinople yeah. yeah.
4: Uh, so, uh, next slide, please.
2: Oh, hey i so, recognize this guy too
4: hey it's this oh, guy it's uh, everyone's the dumb parts that make us up everyone's uh, favorite character from jurassic park Yes. <laughs> uh so uh so this this is a uh this is dna double helix and it's so dna is sorted in chromosomes in humans there are 46 paired and then sex chromosomes in varying combinations uh it's composed yeah composed of composed of four bases and these um, when they're assembled along the sort of the structure of the DNA they're in triplets and those triplets tell the molecules that are involved in replication uh, those are called codons they they basically give a little bit of code as to where to put a protein or to start or stop reading the sequence so when cells make proteins, uh, the DNA for the relevant gene sort of unzips itself, and it's read by something called RNA polymerase. This transfers information into messenger RNA. So this is mRNA. This is messenger mRNA. So the uh, the mRNA vaccines for COVID are sort of a short, a bit of a shortcut. So so when they're injected, they 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 go into cells, and then the ribosomes in those cells reads the MRNA, and it's got all the different building blocks, so so think about it like sort of Lego bricks, for instance, and it tells it which Lego brick to sort of stack on top of the other one.
0: Your your
2: body's dirtbag programmers. Your your, your body's IT IT department. It
1: sounds a lot like a tape drive.
4: Uh, I mean... (laughs) Yeah, not dissimilar. It's it's it basically just gives it the set of coding instructions Which are it okay. Both storage is okay. You don't need
3: you don't need instant access to every file you have. Tape drives make sense. Shut up. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: <laughs> uh, it's okay for this. Imagine solid state DNA. It'd be a no, hell of a more complicated. Oh, I'd be running so fucking
4: fast. Yeah, probably be more reliable bit. though. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> a good anim- that's probably a good anime plot line. Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe. Yeah, um, but um, so it, it it you encode it and then. The sort of, it gets to the stop, this has a start, what's called a start codon and a stop codon, and it gets to the stop, and the um, sort of protein sequence falls away, and because of um, the ways in which these the molecules in the, in the proteins uh, interact within uh, the cell uh, environment, it folds itself. So if This, talk is, about this itself, is
2: one of the things that, like, this is why I'm the opposite of you, Justin. I like knowing more stuff about my body on the basis that this is incredible. We made a computer out of meat. This is uh, it's yep. the reprogrammable, yeah. self-programmable meat computer, and it's made meat, meat and meat. electricity.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, and you, you you plug enough electricity into this meat, and it fucking paints the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Like I, I do not like how you get from. Social... Why I didn't study biology, buddy? Because it rules. Because it rules, and you're afraid of your own greatness.
0: Uh,
3: I, susp- no, I, I think Alice, I think if they anyone should. has never been afraid of its own greatness. It's yeah. me. I am the most arrogant piece of shit you can imagine. <laughs> they
1: should throw a, a, they should throw like a solid state drive in there somewhere, so you can you yeah. can flash the firmware every once in a while, and then reverse the aging process. In you your know?
3: case, Ross, <laughs> you you
2: you just throw it like in like in your armpit
3: because I've just seen yeah, you try to
2: install stuff. <laughs> it's like like these guys from Silicon Valley are here to offer you fifty trillion dollars to try and do this. Um, because they're all can afraid I have of their of that own 50 aging. Trillion, please? Yeah, sure. You just, you just got to tell them that there's like there's like a smoothie you can drink somewhere that's going to make all of this work faultlessly forever. And like, I was thinking you could not do it, apply to it.
1: You could do it with some kind of picture. Um. Yes,
2: yes. yes. But you got to
3: hide it in your house somewhere. Is
1: the yeah. Thing. It's unfortunate. I I would recommend not looking at it.
3: <laughs> yeah, don't look at. I don't understand. I've I've never read the book. Why can't you just throw a sheet on the thing?
1: That's what I always he does, thought. Yeah, but
2: like oh. years! Oh, okay. Well, that's well, so <laughs> You should
1: have put it in the drywall.
2: Actually, yeah, yeah, You got to think smarter. <laughs> yeah, make make it difficult to access. <laughs> so, so, hardly trying to salvage this, right? Oh, so, DNA.
4: So DNA. Uh, make, so DNA makes the proteins. Uh, well, DNA is the code for the proteins, basically. Um, and so, when cells divide, there's potential for errors to occur. So uh, next slide, please. We'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll get yeah, to, to next pro- proteins.
2: Mm. Proteins folding like in themselves. When that goes wrong in a different way, that's some shit I'm really scared of. That's prions. That's that ugh. is prions. Yes, oh, that is. No. The...
1: I also wanted to say the other thing Dorian Gray should have done is just waited longer to look at the picture, and they'd be like, "Wow, I'm a cool skeleton."
2: <laughs> other than other than misfolding prions, what you can do also that fucks up is you can just go oh just do these proteins fold them right, but like in the wrong order, in the wrong place. Uh, y- you know, fold too many of them, too few of them. Yeah, uh, I, I have a question.
3: I I never really understood what folding at home was. I ran it for a while. Is so, that related? Yeah.
4: Yes, that is related. That is. To do with the way that uh, i mean that was sort of as far as we way looking into different the way that proteins folded in mutations in different kinds of cancer so so not talking about prions here but talking about way the ways that sort of when can- when uh cancer gene encodes a protein um and we'll kind of come on to this it kind of it's often a case whereby it's sort of half of one protein stuck to another protein and then it folds weird mm. uh um and so the folding at home thing was was basically sort of running sort of multiple sequences of these things and in a simulated environment seeing how they fold. Um, with an idea of sort of, you know, being being able to sort of target um specific therapies at different parts of that coded protein.
2: Interesting. Okay, thank you. That's oh, right. And you can you um, can unfold these proteins again if you wanted, most notably by cooking, which is what makes your uh, your your meat safe to eat.
4: Yeah. That's a, this, so the, I mean, is that this a, a th-
2: fucking joke? I am
0: no, 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 so out no, 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 no. <laughs> of meat
2: Meat's made of Meat's got proteins in it! Like, that's, yeah, what, yeah, that's okay. what makes meat, and so if you wanna, like, one of the reasons why eating raw meat is very bad for you, right, is because it's got a lot of, like, uh, proteins which are folded into the state that they're supposed to be in for being in muscle mm, tissue, yeah. uh, which is, you know... And, and you have so, to break that down, right. Yeah, you denature yeah. them by applying some combination of heat Bernays sauce uh things of this nature until you <laughs> obtain a tasty snack that you can just digest just vampire the nutrients right out of biology is amazing i yeah sorry <laughs>
4: and, and and also it's it's this is this takes place and this needs a very tight um range of uh conditions as well that's why so one of the things i get really irritated this time of year is sort of the, the whole sort of thing about, oh you should detox or you should Eat this sort of thing because it's a an alkaline diet or something. was like you, juice, you cannot, cleanse, you, juice cleanse, juice <laughs> cleanse, juice <laughs> cleanse. Yeah, yeah. sort of saying, oh, you, you can you can defeat uh, cancer if you make your body into an alkaline environment. It's like you, you literally cannot make your body into an alkaline environment, and if you do, you will die mm. because you're well, that- because you're there is there is you know uh, several million years of evolution has gone into maintaining a very specific and very tight range of uh, of pH <sighs> within the body so the the sort of normal range is 7.35 to 7.45 if you go much outside that it will kill you uh, and that's because the proteins don't fold properly at, at uh, other uh, and, and the enzymes that are result- required to sort of break things down or go through other pro- to other processes in the body just don't work uh, you also said, yeah. the
1: risk, if you had an alkaline environment in your body, and you, you touched a normal person, you'd turn into a sort of school science fair volcano,
4: Yeah. Just you know? <laughs> <laughs> <Yep. laughs> Yeah. Just as to uh, the full Mentos and Coke, that's it. We, you know, it, it does yeah. happen sometimes, we, we, we do <laughs> no, That has never happened, as far as I'm aware.
2: The medical industry is covering mm-hmm. up spontaneous combustion yeah. by Diet Coke and Mentos. <laughs> yeah.
4: so the the cell goes through basically three phases and and what it does is it has a, a rest phase which is called g0 and it's not undergoing any sort of division at that point point. and then it moves into a, a a growth one phase when there's a need for it and that's usually um sort of cells you know depending on where you are in the body different cells replicate at different rates some of them just don't replicate at all so uh things like your uh most of the sort of neurons in your brain the cells in your ear that have the um the cilia that uh, control the um that that- does re- for reception hearing and the sort of the cells in the retina in the back of the eye they they don't divide it once you, once you've got them they've got them and they're fixed and they that's it um, yeah, but, those
2: Silicon Valley guys are outside with another fifty trillion dollars, with like a yeah, project to try and get those to start growing again. Yeah,
4: I, I mean, there's, I, I'm, I'm not going to. There's a, there's a, there was a there was an interesting thing about sort of ratting implants that I read recently. that was absolutely horrific, but that's a, that's another topic. Um, there, so if there's like a tissue injury or something like that, your skin cells, your soft tissue cells underneath, will start to replicate, um, and those are the control of chemicals called cyclins. Um, so if you and then we sort of lots of those released if there's a you know you cut your hand and they'll they'll be cyclins released locally and then globally to uh start sort of cells they're replicating both sort of tissue cells to heal up the injury and also things like immune cells to go in there and sort of clean everything up uh so then you get the synthesis phase which is then progresses on to the next stage of replication which is the growth two phase which is where the cell just sort of bulks itself up to prepare for division so it starts making Copies of uh, so. the it, it, this, this phase, it makes a copy of all of the DNA in the cell uh, to make a sort of a, uh, additional copy of each chromosome. And then in the grow two phase, it sort of it's making more organelles. So the organelles are like the little things, like uh, things like mitochondria. And mitochondria,
1: like the powerhouse of the cell. Mitochondria, right. the powerhouse yeah.
4: of the cell. It, of the cell. It, it it makes more of those. Uh, so that. So it'll basically, you know, you have enough to sort of power the two cells, and at that point, the cell basically has to uh, show it's working, and uh, I've said sort of submit its code for review. Because this was that was in, <laughs> a phrase that was in my head at the time, so it has to sort of print it, print out all of its code uh, and and, and just show code it, Reviews, of course, yes, uh, for the code yes, review. Uh, An uh, Elon
2: uh, Musk cell that comes around. Yeah, well, it was not even what a cell. Not,
4: not even a cell. This is under the control of another protein. Uh, this is called a protein known as PUMA which is which is which is um coded from a g called g called p53 um so puma is the p53 unregulated mediator of apoptosis and uh, it checks all of the dna at that point and makes sure that that basically it's it's done a good job of writing of coding everything on those, those chromosomes uh exactly the same uh and if there are errors, then basically it's told to sort of go back and code this again. Or if it's unfixably bad, the, the cell is basically then told, don't do anything. Uh, uh, you're going to
3: cell jail, yes. Yeah.
4: You are, yeah, just, just die. Start. You are going to, yeah. Sell, yeah, it's called, yeah, apoptosis is programmed cell death. So.
1: So this is hmm. the, this is the, this is the, the Commissar
2: Protein. Yes, the Commissar
3: uh, performance review. I, I,
2: I think of it right as the Tumblr Anon Ask box of the body, right? In that it looks what at what you've fuck? done, and if it likes it, it's like, yeah, great, and if it doesn't, it tells you to kill yourself.
4: I yeah. was <laughs> going they... over there on Tumblr, Alice?
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> so, yeah, this then ends, so if it's, everything is fine it's definitely fine. And the cell enters the what's called the M phase, which is the mitosis phase. So it splits apart, uh, and into uh, the new the chromosomes line themselves up across the middle of the cell, and everything pulls apart, and the the nuclei separate, and then the cytoplasm, which is a sort of the, the jelly bit of the cell, separates, and then you have two cells. And that's my that's that's mitosis. It's
2: it's, it's free real estate or free cells. <coughs> Sorry, it's free real estate. You you have one cell yeah. just tears itself apart, two cells, easy. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's this it's, can never go wrong. No. Never no, no. Apart from when it does. Um I think we are to next slide, please. Yeah. Oh,
0: so here fuck, go. The next slide <laughs> if <it> goes wrong.
4: <laughs> yeah, the next slide. Because, so this this for, for reference, this is a uh, a serous carcinoma. Uh and these, these occur um either from the uh the ovary or the lining of the um uh the lining of the uh the peritoneum which is the, the lining of the abdominal cavity um or um from the fallopian tubes those those are the places that it tends to arise from uh and this this actually is due to um when you have a one of the things that can go wrong is that you have a a um mutation in p53 so if you have a, a germline mutation in p53 which is what um BRCA gives you uh, then this is one of the things that can go wrong. So oh,
2: my my code checking protein doesn't check code right, and it just ah yeah. oh, Elon Oh, you're
3: here
1: again. My
2: my, <laughs> yeah. my, my, my my commissar showed too much mercy.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so eventually, what happens is enough errors start to slip through, enough, enough sort of somatic errors slip through that that you get uncontrolled division of cells. Uh, so that's one of the So You get failure in checking. And the other thing is when when the um, chromosomes are pulling apart, then a bit of one chromosome can get attached to another. And this is called a translocation. Now, in some cases, this is what's called a balanced translocation. So the bit of the one chromosome that's stuck to the other chromosome and then the bit of the other one is stuck to the other one, it's, bal- it's what's called balanced translocation. So it, it still functions the same. But sometimes then it happens in a region where you get mis, the you then get misfolding of proteins, or the protein kind of cuts off early, or something like that, um, and then you get a uh, uh, sort of misfolded protein. In some cases, what will happen is that um, the uh, the and sort of this will get recognized and the cell will be told to destroy itself again uh and in some cases it won't and then this is this is where the sort of the checking sort of thing but um p53 is kind of the is is like is is the commissar protein effectively It it is responsible for so errors in p53 are responsible for about 50 percent of all cancers hmm. uh based on hmm. the sort of current understanding we have of genetics
2: uh, so, what we need uh, is a second commissar protein to check the work of the yeah. first commissar. Yes. Oh no! A second commissar
3: protein has hit the towers. This, you this this is, is you why...
2: see why Stalinism takes off? We need an NKVD blocking detachments uh, of proteins.
1: Well, I think uh, the NKVD also had commissars,
2: and uh, yeah,
1: like, yeah, commissars yeah, so, all the way down.
2: You know, I was yeah. about
1: to say. So, you really need one, one sort of. Uh,
2: Circle you you the, just need the Seventh Army at Stalingrad. Yeah. Biological Stalin. Just, just so long as like it's not at the level where I have to like individually approve cell division requests. Yeah. Like when I, I, I got have news I open for you my about inbox and I'm plot. like, I have like 16 million unopened uh things per day where I'm like, yes, yes, no, yes. Uh yeah. Alice, let me ask you a question.
1: The development of the body is a lot like the development of the Soviet Union.
0: (laughs) How many unopened emails do you have right now?
2: Currently? Oh god, uh, let's see. Opening Gmail... 193. 44,244. Jesus, I'll, be, I'll oh. be honest. You are not checking your own cell division, Liam. You you're just yeah. not doing no. it. You need a protein I, to do I that. I've
3: an anarchist,
1: and therefore I, I got I got sixty-one
2: thousand. Matters of boots refer <laughs> to the bootmaker. and Matters of cell division refer to to Puma. Yeah.
0: Yes,
4: well, I've I've, I've got a, a very satisfying one hundred and twenty-three. So if nothing else, a I nice like little, nice little sequence. That's fine. I, I I don't think any of them are of particular relevance. So anyway, so, uh,
2: so this this yeah. goes wrong, you get cancer. This goes wrong, cancer you get is cancer. Any number of different things, which is why saying cure cancer is weird. Right? Yeah. Like saying cure yes. virus.
4: Yeah. Yes. So I mean, there uh, there there are you know there, there are different um, factors that are involved. Some and sort of germline sort of mutations are you know you, to some extent they're, they're sort of less all In terms of the somatic mutations, those are the kind of things where people say, oh, you know, making lifestyle changes and all that kind of stuff, you can. Mm. You 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 theoretically are reducing your exposure to certain carcinogens, which reduces the risk of their sort of picking picking up sort of somatic mutations as you go along. Um, We can absolutely give somebody cancer. We we have that. Oh, we're going to find out how even. Oh oh. (laughs) Uh, yes. Uh, So in terms of what we can do to to treat cancer, the the body itself does recognise malignant cancer cells and will try to destroy them using the immune system. So um, this is using mostly the sort of T lymphocytes, which are the things that are involved here the sort of cytotoxic t-cells and what what the, as the cell acquires mutations it expresses it's the next slide Justin. yeah is the next slide um uh, uh it, it expresses sort of not starts to sort of stop expressing the self proteins on its surface which let the the body know that this 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 cell has gone wrong and cells that you know have gone wrong so they will start will initially try to display those proteins so that they get killed off by the immune system but as they acquire mutations every time this Mutant cell divides; it picks up more mutations as it goes along, and every time it does that, it requires it it um, acquires more and more resistance to the body's so own like defenses, and it starts outstripping the immune system's ability to looking
2: on itself yeah. and it's like, yeah. no, I'm no longer human. Um, yes, yeah. you know, and and, and yeah. at that point, it's sort of like hoisted its own flag. It's like it's it's getting along quite nicely, you know. It's just it's growing itself, it's reproducing, it's it's doing its thing, but unfortunately. Um, yeah. You know, because doctors hate fun And God forbid women be allowed to do anything uh, yeah. Merely because this will kill a person They're like, no, you're not allowed to do that We have to stop you from doing this yeah. um, So uh,
4: we, we, we do have treatment So that broad, the broader sort of things that we have to do uh, are we, There are sort of non-chemotherapy medications So a lot of cancers are things that are arising in endocrine organs So organs that produce hormones Right. Mm-hmm. They arise from cells that are under the control of hormones. And so we can do things that um, block or downregulate hormones. Those things like in breast cancer, a lot of things are estrogen sensitive or in um, prostate cancer, testosterone sensitive. So you can use sort this of This
2: is why whenever you ch- choose to alter your, your testosterone or, or estrogen levels, they will give you a little handout that tells you, amongst other things, this will increase your risk of certain kinds of cancer. Um yeah.
4: Exactly. Which, so you change. You do change. you yeah. growing the tits.
2: Don't care. But you know, it's <laughs> nice. It's. It was nice of you <laughs> to warn me. I'm gonna disregard that warning. But um, thank you. You
4: know. But it will also. It it will. One, it, it may increase <sighs> certain uh, types of cancer risk. It'll actually decrease others.
2: Yeah. Not a lot of trans women with prostate cancer. Some, but not no. many. No.
4: No. And, and, and it is the same medication. And, and this is, of course, you know, on a slight tangent. Why you get sort of certain individuals who will talk about uh well these are these are cancer drugs these are hard these are hard like mm. so many people die after using these drugs well yes because the majority of people
3: they have, have cancer have, have cancer. cancer yeah <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. but to, to a certain extent this is actually very for sort of hormone cancers under hormone control very successful so you can so you know for sort of people with lower grade prostate cancer Who, uh, you know, they'll have monitoring and stuff and be on sort of testosterone blockers and they'll do well for several years before, you know, it starts running problems on just suppressing testosterone.
2: Not only is your cancer very well controlled, but you're also achieving femboy aesthetics, which is, you know, (laughs) classic as far as I
1: understand. (sighs) I'm sorry, your only treatment is forced feminization.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, doctor, don't tell me that. (laughs)
4: <laughs> um, and then sort of the other, the other thing that sort of I, I mean i've got to change the order around i wrote these in because i think i think the other thing that's sort of pretty easy to sort of understand uh is uh, sort of surgery so you know we cut the cancer out and hope that we've sort of done that with enough of a margin of normal tissue around it and before it's spread anywhere else so i mean mm-hmm. I, so i I didn't say up top but i just said my my uh job i'm a, i am a histopathologist i'm a trainee in histopathology and that most of my job is looking at lab specimens and sort of deciding on what sort of cancer someone has and uh, grading it and staging it and that helps then people sort of at the uh, sort of team meetings and decide what what's the best sort of form of treatment and then also looking at specimens whether someone has had their cancer excised and saying yeah there's sort of uh, you know a, a margin of sort of one two three four five. i mean i mean the, mil- the the margins are tiny we're talking about here i mean sort of what is considered sort of acceptable margins for sort of some cancers is sort of one millimetre of normal tissue around it. Um, but if it's a clear margin, it's a clear margin. So,
2: it's sort of so, like you're applying a, a sort of a paradigmatic change to the cancer. The cancer is just like replicating itself, having fun, and you're like, I am an organism that exists on a macro scale rather than a micro scale, therefore I can cut you off and throw you into the bin, and yes. you can just like exist there and die so i mean
4: into the into this into i uh, well into uh, paraffin block slides in my case or uh, the, uh, uh, the the bin eventually the bin in a controlled manner according to uh, the
2: uh, <laughs> okay. uh, no I mean, not, not to, just into like a, an open like mesh waste yeah. basket no right. I mean, it's it, just it, just it, it, just uh, bins all around <laughs> the hospital full of <laughs> masses
1: of bleeding. that shit out,
3: baby.
2: <laughs> in in the operating theatre, the surgeon setting up a little basketball hoop and doing like a three pointer <laughs> with a, like an excised <laughs> tumor Bro! into the bin.
4: Uh, I mean, I, I am I, I should say I am actually an ex surgeon, so I, I switched career paths, but. Um... I can't really speak for that sort of what has gone on <laughs> off racing theatres that I've seen because uh, yeah, I, uh, what, one of the things I had to sort of say, Barry, you know, sort of appear on this is, is you know, I have to sort of any, any comments made, or, or of course, you know, in line with GMC guidelines and all disposal of tissue uh, does take place in accordance with the Human Tissue Act.
2: I know, which yeah. which sucks, by the way, because it means that if you get uh, a genital reconstructive surgery or whatever they're calling it this week, they won't let you keep your balls in a jar. They won't oh, let you turn oh, them into man, like, uh, a well, cradle no, or they, anything.
4: They they you have to send them to me, so I look at them <laughs> and I go. <laughs> uh, so I, I you know take a, section of, take a section of them and look under the microscope and go well you know uh, at least the, these are the, you know these were fine. And you did not have cancer <laughs> at the time that they were uh, uh, removed. Uh, Beautiful. So yeah, <laughs> two hoping t- to t- have, a have like a like, desk toy of these, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the good the good news is is congratulations on your affirmative surgery, and the better news is you didn't have cancer when you did.
2: <laughs> so we've got drugs, we've got surgery, right.
4: yeah, and then we've got then we've then we've got another category of drugs we I mean, now we get into the, this this is the sort of section that is effectively this is the uh, things we found out through war crimes uh, section yes. of cancer treatment. Oh boy so uh so chemotherapy agents uh it, it, most chemotherapy agents are essentially kind of, like i mean all drugs are poison but chemotherapy is kind of poison poison it's it's literal it's 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 really bad poison um and a, You know, a major class of these are are, um, derived from uh, a chemical called Mustine, which some people may have heard of.
0: Yes,
2: (laughs) because uh, FDR, in a sort of strange move that doesn't get talked about much, moved a shitload of chemical weapons to. The uh, European theater of operations, and particularly the Italian front, just in case when they were pushed a bit too too hard, the Nazis decided to do chemical weapons, and the U.S. had to retaliate, and this uh, led to uh, the uh, like I may have this entirely backwards, but the bombing of ships in Bari Harbor in Italy, which were filled with mustard gas, which is a vesicant, it blisters, it causes blisters, um, and this sort of dispersed over the town, killed a bunch of people, would be an episode in itself. However. One of those sort of like uh, sort of like long cross section studies figured out that hey in Bari not a lot of people got a lot of cancers for a long time because they had been exposed to mustard gas or some component of it, and so sort of yeah. from there it was sort of derived that hey maybe we could use something like this maybe we can just gas people, um and they won't get you know that cancer like will go into remission <laughs> or
4: something. Um, yeah, so it, it basically what So it works. By um destroying fast replicating cells. That's that's what that's that's what it acts on. It, it sort that's of That's why a blister can, agent affects the uh, skin, skin and like the inner lining of the right, lungs and stuff. Yeah, so. skin, lining of the lungs, mucous membranes anywhere where there is so, the, so skin has a rapid turnover, mucous membranes everywhere have a rapid turnover. And cancer cells have a rapid turnover because they're not constrained by the body's own sort of checking mechanisms. They've gone beyond that. They just replicate. Um and it's why that there are sort of um, such dramatic sort of side effects, those sort of hair loss, immune compromise, infertility. You know, you, you people have sort of vomiting, and they can have sort of uh, bleeding from the from the from the gut because all of these these um, cell processes are are being disrupted. Um, and it's almost kind of a, a a bit of a race to see which is going to do first sort of all, cause significant harm to the to the patient in terms of. You know the immune compromise and things like that It's why people are at such risk of sort of getting other things like you know pneumonias or whatever um mm-hmm. versus um uh depleting the cancer cells and and it's often used as a sort of an adjunct so uh a lot, things like, like a lot of the breast cancer um things that i see where, whereby people have a have some a rounds of chemotherapy to shrink the tumor down so it, you know you may have something that's sort of five six centimeters and it's sort of shrunk down to a centimeter or so, which means that you can do a much more limited excision of it. For instance, mm. uh, but it, it's it it is horrible stuff and and, and yeah most so um, cyclophosphamide is a very common agent and that is the kind of current treatment which is derived from mustine, mm-hmm. which is the which is the sort of mustard gas. Uh, and then the final one is uh, is is radiotherapy. And so radiotherapy. Uh, Thank you to sort of you know the sort of very early pioneers of radiation science. We yeah, well, we know all the that... guys
2: who are like sleeping on big lumps of uranium, yes. Uh, yes. like Thanks chewing Adam on Curie. big lumps yes. of uranium. All of yes. these things. We know that radioactivity is a fucking great way of killing cells. Really yeah. good at it.
1: It works pretty good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Proton therapy. Let you you just
3: stand here, and I'm gonna file, fire this particle accelerator at you, and you won't have <laughs> cancer anymore.
4: We'll get there. Mm. We we'll, yeah we will get there. Because uh, yeah, but so sort of nineteenth century, late nineteenth century, even there had been sort of use of therapeutic X rays and other sort of radiation for um, for cancer treatment. And um, then
2: get the X ray is ionizing radiation. it's yes, just like yes, a yeah. a form of it that's weird.
4: Yeah. Um, but basically, it's it, it's very similar to sort of chemotherapy in that it it affects most cells that are replicating quickly. And the more the, the quicker that they're replicating, the the more they'll be disrupted by the radiation. So uh, I think we're on to the next slide where we're gonna talk about
1: this is also sort of how highlight- cancer treatment this is also how cancer treatment causes huge headaches for structural engineers.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Line everything in lead. Simply don't
1: worry about it. You've got to it. design a room with like several feet of concrete or lead.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't let your kids lick it
4: yeah Uh, so this is a this is a sort of i'm I'm going to sort of summarize here we're talking about sort of dose effects um and so basically measuring ionizing radiation that was sort of first used was the roentgen um which is measures air ionization Uh, but it doesn't mention it doesn't sort of um really account for absorption of radiation and this was superseded by the rad um you know for sort of the fallout fans this is the one that they'll be familiar with Mm -hmm. Um, and this has sort of been around since the sort of early 50s, and it refers to the amount of energy absorbs, and it's equivalent to uh, uh, 100 uh, nanojoules per gram of tissue. And Now, this has been superseded in 1975 by the gray, uh, which is the SI standard unit, which is equivalent to one joule per kilogram of matter, or 100 rads. Uh, but you know, this is an SI unit, so the United States Still uses RADS because of course, of course, of yeah, course, fuck fuck you, metric right. System. Right. yeah, yeah. So, uh, the other thing to bear in mind is also the radiation dose is um, not just uh, an expression of the absorbed dose, it's how much, t- which is the biological equivalent dose, which is in, which is measured in another unit called sievert, with one sievert equivalent to one joule per kilogram, one gray of human tissue with different weighting factors being applied, and that on the tissue being exposed
2: yeah i'm wearing my like you know a cool shirt i'm I'm wearing my like cool sleeveless lead t-shirt right Mm -hmm. uh my my equivalent (laughs) dose is going to be much lower under my like lead t-shirt than it is going to be on my
4: arm say yes uh so you can what what it basically means is that it's that you can sort of have a sort of big whole body radiation dose, but if it's sort of constrained to a, but if you're constraining that dose to a small area, then you can use higher higher doses. I mean, we'll talk about that more, I think, on the next slide. But um, the sorry,
1: so we we have like some coefficient here that is corresponds to different types of tissue.
4: Is, yes, is this what I'm Okay, yeah, so <laughs> different tissue absorbs at different rates. Which is the which is which is why that they will sort of get onto the design of some of the machines used to treat this in certain ways. Uh, I think I think we're on to the next slide. Mm. So this is sort of whole body of radiation people, dose effects.
2: People will still be like, um, uh, why does my you know dentist step out of the room when they do the X rays? What the fuck? Um, and, and post yeah. about that.
4: Um, it's it's and that's mainly because the sort of the radiation doses are stochastic. So the more doses you are exposed to over a length of time, uh, the more sort of they build up within the body. So you are explained uh,
2: to me in in sort of in idiot form one time, very effectively, I should say, which is if you if you go to a bar and you have a drink, you're going to be fine. If the bartender has a drink with you, he is also going to be fine. If the bartender does that with everyone who comes into the bar, they're all going to be fine, and he's going to be dead. And yep. I found that a very like effective yeah. illustration yeah. Yeah. of yeah, why a, to your fair, dentist that's, that's steps a, out of the room.
4: That if if that's a sort of illustration that I'd had sort of during my uh, medical imaging science course, then I, I might have done sort of better. That also that would have required me to have not uh, had undiagnosed ADHD and not got hopelessly addicted oh. to Eve Online.
0: A killer
1: <laughs> on, on both counts. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's 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 a way to. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a way to waste a lot of time. Yeah,
4: everquest. <laughs> yeah, it's it's is it, it, I mean you know I I could have been doing sort of you know boring work spreadsheets, but I was doing exciting combat spreadsheets instead.
1: I've always been afraid of touching that game because I know I'd never no. be seen no. again. No you, no. <laughs> no, you wouldn't.
3: I've seen you play goddamn. Uh, what's it called? What do you like?
1: Factorio.
3: Yeah,
4: there we go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, no, I don't want to touch that because it, it 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 feels like it's a, uh, I, I you know, I'm I'm sort of coming up to my sort of well, I'm sort of in the process of doing my final exams for the however many time it is when this goes out. But um uh yeah. I just have to sort of stay clear of that stuff for the for the for the time being. Um medicine in of...
2: general just seems like one of those things where it's like, you're really good at homework, so we gave you some more homework. You like doing yeah. exams? We got we got fifty more of them, uh, and they're all <laughs> incredibly important.
4: Yeah, and and not to mention that it's like yeah, you, know, you have to pay for them yourself as well. Of course, you know it wouldn't.
2: It wouldn't be a profession in the United Kingdom if it wasn't incredibly unsustainable to like do.
4: No, if, if it's, its, value. it's the thing that sort of people uh, sort of on a slight tangent always seem to think. Um, oh, they, oh, your hospital pays for that, don't you? But it's like no, 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 they don't. That is that. That is you know they 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 expect me to pass them, but they, in no way do they uh, uh, want to pay for me to do them.
2: Anyway, awesome. It's a lot uh, like law, so, except you actually, you know, contribute something useful to society. <laughs> what, what you're paying for was to sit exams. What I was paying for was to like go to dinners.
4: <laughs> I mean, there are. It's not to say that there aren't dinners. Uh, it's just. A, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, we'll
3: be right back. Keep going.
4: Okay, oh, so uh, I mean, in terms of uh, exposure risk, then it's a measure of both the effective dose, the time exposed for, and the number of doses. And we have pretty good data on what constitutes harmful doses of radiation. You uh,
2: survive a surprising amount sometimes,
4: too. Y- you are, yeah. uh, and and sort of and, and what tends to do distances to sources, and that's mainly due to uh, this is the second bit of war crimes: the development of nuclear weapons technology. Those, yeah. Ooh. So, so when the sort of prototype nuclear weapons if, if Liam were... were here right now,
2: he'd be arguing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, we, we lined up a bunch of conscripts, a bunch of countries did, including the UK, uh, yeah. and just like went, okay, close your eyes. The, the nuclear weapon. We didn't. We didn't even tell them the nuclear weapon was going to go off. They were like, hey, we're going to deploy you to the Caribbean mm-hmm. for a bit, and you're going to stand on this island. Don't worry about it. And the next thing you know, a nuclear weapon goes off like twenty-five miles
0: away.
4: <laughs> but in sort of, in terms of the up, sort of up close doses, a lot of, that was sort of stuff like the um, the the demon core experiments. Oh yeah, you, yeah. How could yeah. you give
2: your own scientists sloson the spicy core? Um, what, this I, is, what, this you, what I'm, just, this what is I'm
1: getting f- is that the uh, the the deadly joke from Monty Python, where they just tested it on a guy, was real. Just with
0: radiation. radiation. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is this has been a personal interest to me, but there's a whole load of shit, particularly in the early Cold War of the 50s and the 60s, where like, if you were in, say, the U.S. Army in 1960, there's a decent chance your immediate commanding officer was a six-foot-tall sculpture made of uranium as part of a long-term study by the CIA to see how many different kinds of cancer they could give a person. Uh-huh. So,
1: so they so... did that in Iraq too, but with burn pits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
4: the uh yeah, the other sort of the, the the demon core is sort of a, a fascinating bit of thing because it's basically two two big hemispheres of plutonium with uh a sort of on a shaft and then shims inserted at sort of every sort of few millimeter intervals and they sort of remove these one at a time to see at which point this thing starts to become it starts to sort of to, to react to critical each other so yeah. critical yeah <laughs> Um, and uh, there are two incidents that occurred, and one of which was when uh, everything sort of fell out by accident. And then the second one of which was that someone had kind of invented their party trick of they'd get everyone
2: Lewis in. be Slotin, yes. Yes. Yeah.
4: Everyone uh... <laughs> in get everyone in to demonstrate, you know, and say, look, you know, we go moving the. Co- this is where they, you know, we've got the Geiger counter here, and this is where it starts to go clicky. And you just flick uh, the shims out one by one with a screwdriver until he unfortunately flicked all of the shims out with the screwdriver and the top half went on the bottom half. And uh, he sort yeah. of di- dived over it to sort of... Uh, it's um, nice protect- of them considering. Yeah, nice of them considering. Managed to sort of pu- prise these two things apart and uh, then sort of uh, having calculated where everyone else was in the room relating to him and the sort of there was a, uh, as I understand it, there was an, a sort of an army colonel or something sort of standing behind him. So mm. They had an idea of how much radiation sort of his entire body had absorbed and then how much the guy behind him had absorbed. And then I think there were two other people in the room and how far they were from the source when the thing went critical. Uh, and that sort of gave some uh, useful information. And then the other useful information was how long it, Sort of took the. Uh, it took him oh, to, a, to sort of die for, after sort of acute going off the,
2: radiation sickness. Yes, this is this is, yeah, this is one of the, the worst ways. So this to is
4: go. this is this is this is down the bottom of our chart here. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is sort of you know this is the the uh, absolute sort of this is this is lethal dose there's, of radiation there's, there's over no a very sort of short period. Of time. Pleasant.
2: Uh, there's no pleasant radiation sickness, obviously, but you read like accounts of some of these things. And, uh, like, this will come up when we do Chernobyl as well, but some of the time it's like, I had what I thought was a cold, right? Um, and then the far end of it is this thing, where it's like, okay, the Chernobyl miniseries was not accurate like in terms of you don't turn into like a big piece of like melty beef jerky, right? But it, it's it, like uniquely unpleasant, um, yes. and yeah. it also takes a long time as well like sure. me- as we see here measured in
4: days um
2: yeah it's it's yeah. extremely
4: grim so that's that that's sort of whole body doses um so when radiotherapy is one, we, we're only talking about a very small volume of tissue being targeted so while higher intensity um, amounts of radiation are used as, as under normal circumstances, only being applied to a very small amount of the total body tissue, and the adverse effects are limited. It's not to sort of say it's completely eradicated because it's not. And in cancers that are treated by radiotherapy, patients will often have temporary effects in terms of immunosuppression and can get secondary cancers as a result. So the, the most of uh, common of which is something called angiosarcoma, which is a, a a tumour which is sort of a blood vessel, effectively it's like a blood vessel forming tumour, and it's not nice, and it does not do well. Uh, One one
2: thing that's sort of uh,
4: notable... Invented um, by
1: big radiation so you'll do more radiation treatments after getting radiation
2: treatments <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's what's interesting to me is the extent to which there is sort of like very obvious feedback from radiation for a lot of the time like i mentioned people not knowing that they had radiation sickness before we've talked about that in guyana and stuff but like a lot of the time radiation workers and stuff will know very clearly that they have been exposed to something because not only will there be like a bright flash and you'll taste like metal but like a lot of uh, accounts of people who have died of like acute radiation sickness uh radiation syndrome, whatever they're calling it now, have been like, yeah, they just know immediately that you have been heavily irradiated because you can feel it happening to you.
0: Oh,
4: um, yes. And
2: the same thing the same thing is true on low doses. Uh like oh. there is an X-ray feeling you can get, like if you uh, sometimes imagine like that that scales up, you have to imagine, even if you're sort of like precisely targeting the big Doctor No laser. It's not Dr. the big goldfinger <laughs> laser at you. Yes.
4: So uh, I think I've I think we're on the next slide, yes. right? So oh the animation oh, Lego Good. we have cool Lego diagram we have cool, we have called cool Lego we have a, a cool uh uh I, for you know is it, is it can can we say Lego connecting yes. bri- uh, connect, I think connect, we can say so yeah, yeah. Okay. Connect, a social democratic
2: brick. Danish brick building toy diagram yes. Yes. of a radiotherapy suite
4: <laughs> yeah and and as, as um Justin was alluding to earlier on there's this sort of Uh, wall around of sort of very thick concrete or lead or sometimes concrete and lead and a big corridor with a big door at the end of it and there are no windows between the uh, between where the um, operator sits and where the uh, therapy happens
2: I like the extra line like a sort of like a light trap for film where it's like by, I mean, it's very applicable yeah. to radiation, but like, yeah. um where it's it's like at some point in the distant future, archaeologists will look at this and be like, "This was clearly like a a ritual chamber of some import." You know, it has yeah. like a sort of right. has a mysterious arrangement of passages and very thick walls.
4: Well, it's the uh, it's the uh it's the labyrinth, isn't it? It's the, the labyrinth yeah, of yeah. Uh, Minos, which is sort of you know, just a very complicated palace design. But to sort of people who've come out of the Bronze Age collapse, and it's. Uh, You know, this is this is this is to contain the beast.
2: Going going very sort of ancient aliens and being like the system of passageways and like inlets and and pyramids to let your pharaoh's car escape is actually an ancient radiotherapy suite.
1: Yeah, I was about to say that, yeah.
2: (laughs) So (laughs) why do you think they built them so heavily, you know? Really high
1: energy radiation. Yeah. We're talking like neutron star. Yeah. (laughs) Ancient ancient (laughs)
2: particle (laughs) accelerator. (laughs) Yeah.
4: So here, so what we've got, we've sort of two main therapy um, sort of sources here. We've got either got um, spectrum radiation, so that's sort of X rays and gamma rays, uh, or particle um, uh, therapy. Uh, both of them require the use of this thing called, a, which we sort of alluded to earlier, called a linear accelerator. So you, you know, people sort of thought about, you know, know about sort of like your CERN kind of thing as thinking about a particle mm. accelerator being that. But this is this is a particle accelerator. So you have a Uh, a gun that's uh, sort of an electron source and then the reason for the sort of on and off uh, sort of rotating diagram is you have sort of multiple magnets um, set at different um, uh, electrical potentials which accelerate the electrons and it's it's essentially sort of relativistic uh, about a millimeter wide constrained in a narrow beam um, with with the electromagnets and the we measure the energy in which these are generated using uh, something called electron volts. So that the an electron volt is the energy required to accelerate one electron through an electric potential difference of one volt in a vacuum.
2: These uh, these these are going through like you know in a video game where you have the like uh, sort of like lines on the floor that like light up and flash with a big arrow that like speed. Yeah, this you is up. this is wipeout yeah. for
4: electrons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, you, so they're just going faster, 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 faster um, through this beam, and then um, the majority of the accelerators for, for sort of imaging, working, sort of for taking X rays for sort of you know you need to get chest X or something that's sort of in the kilovolt range, uh, kilo electron volt range rather, and in the therapeutic range we're sort of talking about the sort of mega electron volt range. Uh, so the beam the beam itself can be therapeutic. So that's we're talking about particles. So you can you can move the beam around sort of using um, these are called like, the scanning these are referred to as sort of throughout the sort of terminology we 're using here as scanning magnets bending magnets or, or sort of some people just use the term wigglers to sort of move ha! the beam. yes <laughs> thank you finally
2: the uh, bad and naughty electrons get put in the electron wiggler um.
4: yeah they get put in the electron wiggler and that wiggles the beam around and it and it over and um, they sort of focally they sort of um, distribute the beam energy across an area so it, where, the way this is sort of set up it they sort of go in a sort of a grid or whatever so it sort of uh um targets the tissue and it does that the 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 two the sort of the indications of these are that if you've got stuff that's kind of on the skin surface then you can sort of use sort of x-ray therapy for that because the skin is quite good at attenuating x-rays so the yeah. so x-rays are kind of uh you can't you can't retreat really stuff at depth with x-rays um uh, whereas with an electron beam, you can actually target the depth at which you want this thing to to hit. So the electrons will kind of miss stuff on the way in, but then hit a cancer that's say a couple of centimeters under the skin. Wow. Um, so you've got uh, electron beam mode, which is kind of you know firing the beam through the uh, through a sort of portal which can move it around, and then you have an X ray mode, and to, to produce X rays. Uh, that the linear accelerator fires a beam of electrons into a tungsten sort of uh target. Uh, and the tungsten's used because it has a very high melting point. So high energy electrons hitting yeah, it at relativistic speeds. Don't melt next it. Slide. Oh, yeah, next, next slide. Yeah. Next slide. Uh, oh, we, this hasn't come out so well on the white, on the black background, but um <laughs> uh yeah, we may have to mess this around in post. I don't know. I don't know if post happens. Mm. Uh, uh, I'm not, I'm
2: not sure if an image post happens certainly an audio post happens but... uh, an image
1: post definitely happens cuz Devon puts Devon in in the, the podcast
2: sometimes. <laughs> so we... <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, fine. Well, in that case I we can supply a screenshot of the
4: original. Yeah, because, uh, sure. Yeah, so I I I sort of done a I think it sort of indicate what happens um where where basically you this we're going sort of a topic, so you you fire your electron beam at your tungsten target and then x-ray photons are generated by one of two means and um the if we're remembering that this is now we've now gone from basic biology to basic uh, atomic physics so yeah, if we, remember, and, we and have our...
2: I'm still stuck in military history so I'm like yeah of course the round hits the tungsten plate causes spalling yeah. which kills yeah. the crew um...
4: <laughs> yeah. so uh the the electron uh, the electron has been fired by the linear accelerator smashes into one of the electrons in the lower orbit of the uh, the, tung- the tungsten uh, atom and knocks it out. So uh, the way that things work in physics is that things want to be going from the uh, highest energy, things that are in high energy states want to be in low energy states. So as one of the electrons from the outer shell moves down to replace the electron that's been knocked out, it emits um, an x-ray photon and it gets rid of the excess energy. Uh, then you also get a phenomenon which is called REM-stralen, uh, which is as the electrons from the linear accelerator are slowed by the mass of the um, tungsten nuclei um, they lose energy and again that lost energy is emitted as an x-ray and that's kind of about 80 percent of the generated x-rays that's not really targeted and that's, that's kind of the background radiation it's very very inefficient um, so about one percent of the of the input energy here is emitted as x-rays, and 99% is lost to heat. And so, to account for that, you have to increase the power of the beam. The current of the beam is about 100 times higher in x-ray mode compared to that of the electron beam to generate the same output Mm. um, voltage, basically. So 25 25 mega electron volts of of, uh, x-ray uh, energy takes more input energy from the linear accelerator than in than outputting twenty five mega electron volts of um electrons.
2: Raising my hand for a question here. Sure. If you can target the depth of uh of this when you're using it with like a, a like if you're using this in a particle setting, right, and you can target the depth. Is sure. it not like is the advantage of using this on sort of like uh, skin level with an x-ray high enough to make it worth all of this extra bullshit that you have to do including all the extra power
4: um I, this is where i sort of start to fall down because my my um clinical experience is not that of sort of radiotherapy mm-hmm. uh what i know is you know this is from sort of going into this this is basically uh, having the sort of dual mode gives you a sort of a, a range of treatment options. And it's by you, whether you're treating like okay. uh, the the electron, the, what the electron beam as I understand it can treat is quite narrow and quite small. I
0: see. Whereas well, people, people do get you, like,
4: yeah, no, sorry, go ahead. Whether it's ray you, you can, you can, you can effectively sort of a, radiate sort of a field.
2: Hmm. Very, very it's inconveniently. Funny. People insist on getting a bunch of different weird cancers. In different yeah. places and times. Yeah, they,
4: they, they, they happen in different places at different times and uh, uh, rationalize this
2: cancer thing. I yeah, think. It's very exactly. efficient.
4: Yeah. Uh, my question is if you got
1: a machine that does both of these things, they're on yeah. separate circuits, right? No.
3: <laughs> Ride never stops, baby.
4: Ah, wow. Well, um, no. I can see some problems that could develop here. <laughs> so, this is the. So, the, so uh, I think we may be on to the next slide. Yeah, it's
2: time for I us we, to go to. Canada, and we must ask Canada, what else, no. Canada? what is it's Canada? Shit, Riley, um, <laughs> <yeah>. a miserable <laughs> pile of secrets.
4: Um, so that so, uh, the um, after the war, um, there was a uh, crown corporation established in Canada, um, which is a sort of crown, sort of crown corporation. So Canada is obviously a um, uh, part of the uh, the Commonwealth. And so the Queen is still the head of state. The Crown Corporation is basically a sort of, uh, as I understand it, sort of profit generating entity that's got sort of right. some amount of uh, Was I nationalized, right. nationalized like yeah. Uh, Please see Canadian,
1: more for
3: our for yeah. our yeah our Newfoundland yeah. Rail episode.
1: Yeah, Canadian Nationals, the Crown Corporation stuff like or it was it isn't anymore. It's sort of organized the same way M-Track is. Um, yeah. uh. Right.
4: So, so a, so this is so ACL, the Atomic Energy of Canada Limited, um, was set up sort in of the 1940s. Amtrak of smashing atoms The them, Amtrak yes. of smashing atoms for specifically non-military nuclear energy devices. Um, they developed us a uh, um, early sort of um, civilian nuclear reactor, which was uh, called the NRX.
2: It was a neoreactionary um, nuclear reactor. Uh, Peter, Peter Thiel was actually generated in oh this no. reactor. <laughs> so this
4: this uh this this first uh, um, device, the this is the anorex was the, an, it was located in Chalk River, Ontario. Uh this underwent a partial meltdown due to insufficient cooling. Uh this resulted in contaminated water flooding the basement section of the reactor. Uh, among the military personnel involved in the cleanup was one uh, Lieutenant James Carter of uh, later peanut farming and u.s presidential fame
2: wow. he was a new guy wasn 't he he was a yeah. nuclear yeah. submarine. This, is, this, yeah. is, this is
4: this is where he kind of made his name the as, as sort of as the head oh. of the, as, as part of the cleanup detail for uh, the NR, for the Nrx um, thing. but yeah this is this this was sort of where he sort of started to come to prominence um, they then developed another design called the uh, can do nuclear reactor. Uh, this this is all yeah. Can I'm do nuclear funny. reactor. Yeah, Canadian yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. like depleted uranium, I imagine yeah. something yeah. like that. Deuter- deuterium. deuterium. Yeah. Oh, ah, deuterium. Okay.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's uh, that it's, was a- it's fun because you can't make nuclear weapons with it. Yeah. Um, so so you can <laughs> sell it to uh, developing nations without as much they- of a proliferation uh, risk.
2: Uh,
4: I miss <laughs> so when they called the-
2: heavy water. That was much more evocative. Yeah.
4: This was their this is a sort of their signature product and they are as as far as out of twenty eleven, they remain a crown corporation, although in the same way that a lot of um, you know, formerly sort of national type uh corporations have gone, they've sort of been they're all their operational activities are now privatized, sort of they've brought in Canadian equivalent of capital or whatever to actually sort of run oh. the day to day bits and pieces. Yeah, AECL um, brought to you by Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, well, then uh, they, you know, they they did. You know, they, they, they said there's a lot of this. You know, for the, you know, yes, they had this sort of acid This is all kind of reasonably sort of good stuff. They they did a lot of manufacturing of medical isotopes, so things like cobalt sixty and molybdenum ninety um, nine, which is a which is a contrast agent. So in, in MRI imaging, uh, you can't inject uh, any sort of dye because that, you know, it's it's all to do with um, uh, sort of proton weights and stuff, but but um, what you can do is give people molybdenum ninety nine, which has a heck of a lot of weight in it, and that is a, a to give you a very aid.
2: dense injection. Yeah, it's, yeah, it gives
4: you it gives you basically sort of dense in a sort of in a in sort of nuclear uh, sorry, in, um, an MRI in um, nuclear medicine rather. Um, so yeah, it's a kind of contrast agent. You 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 know a, a conventional dye won't work, but if you give something that's that's heavy and radioactive, then it will show up. Um, and then they developed linear acceleration technology uh, for racing radiotherapy in conjunction with a French company, uh, the uh, Compagnie Générale de Radiologie (CGR), and uh, they joint marketed a, uh, a device called the Therax X, uh, which, which the you French saw way
2: in the beginning, this which is saw
4: big way in the beginning. Yeah, thing. the big okay. sewing machine looking here, which which yeah, the black and white images do not color, okay. do not cover the sort of lovely color scheme.
1: I'm getting a bit more of a stand mixer vibe from this, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I can see
2: that
4: it's it is your it is your of, you know it's it, the it's the um the kitchen aid isn't it it's the kitchen mm-hmm. aid
1: yeah i mean imagine you could put some like flame decals on the side here you know <laughs> the, and they're gonna
4: they're gonna attach the like
2: dough hook and they're gonna fucking whisk the shit out of this thing <laughs> oh dear oh, oh
4: no uh, uh um so the 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 the, the french name this much it, this this was a I don't know who was sort of here, but whoever was sort of working at sort of AECL was was sort of very much a sort of um you know pragmat pragmatist.
2: Uh um, sort of yeah. like a a louche French guy being like because his yeah. machines is Neptune. And then yeah. you know, some Canadian guy from Ontario called like Dave is like okay, okay. yeah,
4: It's, it it's, that. it's the therapy <laughs> it's the therapeutic accelerator and it outputs at six mega electron volts of x-rays. It's the Therac six. Beautiful poetry, yeah. poetry all the time. Beautiful. Uh, and then, so they, they, they added in, so they took, um, the French machine, uh, uh Le Neptune and they, uh, added computer control elements. So they, they, they sort of added, they had a, rather than the operator sort of have to sort of set everything up manually. Um, and then, sort of, go out of the room and just sort of press the on button. They sort of in, had a, a connected this to a PDP eleven mini computer. Um, I mean, sort of relative term because the sort of the, the mini is a sort of it's about the, the the base unit is about the size of a domestic fridge.
2: Oh, I uh, mean, that's that's mini in that you don't need mini. like a a computer building, just a computer. Yeah, room. you don't need yes. a
4: computer building, and then then that's attached to a uh, to a um, to a terminal which is in the operator suite, and then this was superseded by a second generation machine called the Tharac twenty. Um, this was another CGR design. This was as uh, Le Sagittaire,
2: even even nicer, you know. Yes, yes. We're uh, this... going to put you in the Sagittaire. It sounds sounds delightful. Sounds luxury. It's like oh, you're going to put me in like the suite of a uh, the luxury suite of a hotel room in Tahiti. Fantastic.
4: Yeah,
3: this mini fridge that will
2: stop your cancer. Yes. Yeah. yeah
4: so yeah, exactly regular fridge, whatever. So this this was um... macro fridge. <laughs> <laughs> this is a kind of um a bit sort of more market this could, this could do both x-ray therapy and electron beam therapy um so this could do deep tissue ter- so the the thorax six was an X x-ray based machine it could do sort of field treatment but not deep tissue treatment whereas this was like well, okay we can do the field treatment with the x-rays but we can rot- we've got a sort of uh, oh, nice. You can change the sort of head around on it. It so slices. Then it, it dices. Yeah.
2: You know, it's yeah, things it slides- for removing well, stones is, from horses' yeah. shoes.
4: This is this is where you you know you've got you've got your um, dough hook, and then you've got your mixer attachment. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so see, and you, you, you do this by basically, you've got a a head on the on the, which we can sort of see here on the on the sort of the six, the sort of the business end of it, which, um, where uh, you can rotate that around. And that's but the problem with it is is that. All of this is, you know, made out of steel, and it's got a huge lump of tungsten in it. And then on the other side of it, it's got a counterweight for the tungsten, which is, you know, sort of iron or concrete or something extremely heavy to balance it. And this thing's all on, you know, rails, and it sort of rotates around and clocks into place. Uh, and again, this was this was controlled by a PDP 11 mini computer. So uh we'll move on. I think we're on to the next slide, and we're on to. Oh, no, this is, oh, this the, is
2: this a is beautiful the, little computer. This is a beautiful, I like this, this a lot.
4: Yeah, it's... An hour and 26 minutes it's in, a, it's the subject of today's the episode. The subject of today's oh, episode. <laughs> right. uh, and, and I have to say, this, the, so you've got this beautiful little, you know, VT100 terminal emulator. Uh, well, no, not even terminal emulator. Sorry, I say terminal emulator because I, when I graduated from medical school, we were still using a VT220 terminal emulator for sort of getting results of uh, stuff from the lab. That has, really? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Wow. So, okay.
4: so, so that was so that was back in the there's, there's di- quick digression into um it in the uh in the NHS when I graduated from medical school in two thousand and seven, uh, they were still looking up results on a on a VT two twenty terminal emulator which is running in DOSBox. Uh, Amazing. And, Beautiful. Yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, we are now in twenty twenty three and uh most nhs systems are just about running windows 7 wow
2: <laughs> that's terrible yeah the united kingdom of great britain <laughs> and northern ireland uh, yeah.
4: there are uh, there are the 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 most advanced i've got was when i did one of my exams and i have a laptop for that and it, that was actually on windows 11 and i was like i i didn't know what i was doing cuz frankly I, the...
2: <laughs> like where's the fucking start button where
4: yes. what uh, so and then you've got this the the actual computer itself, which is the the, the thing with the tape drives and and beautiful pink trim. Oh yeah,
2: someone Cat... someone color coded that. Someone yeah, went, this is like the Pantone full, was
4: like. Yeah, full um kind of you know it's the early 80s. We are we are gonna have our sort of we're gonna have our synth pop on the radio and we are gonna have our synth pop themed mini computer and then. This is the only pi- the, uh, so you know for for an example of like you know people have been calling out for this and an example of how bad this is going to go. This is the only extant picture that I could find of a Therac-25. if you if you put Therac-25 into Google Image Search, you will get lots and lots of pictures of other linear accelerators. And people go, "All oh, this is the Therac." I say, no, I, I I very much tried to do my due, due diligence on this and find a picture of one. And if this thing has been scrubbed from existence wow so you, can, you can find the therac 6 you can find i think a couple of pictures of the therac 20 the therac 25 this is the only picture which is an artist's impression from a promotional brochure which was held as part of a library into the uh atomic sort of atomic energy um Archives of Canada, or I think that's the, uh, wow. the source of this, and and it's, it's the only extant sort of picture of the thing that exists. It's
2: Just like grainy drawing, it's, it yeah. looks more hostile than the Six does. It looks a lot less sort of um, uh, kitchen yeah, that, art and kitchen yeah, art whatever the, curs-
1: yeah, them,
4: the uh, sort of ominous cantilever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So this was a Put This me in mind of like ancient Egyptians again. I'm not sure why. Uh,
4: they so by this point, um this was developed independently by AECL, so they'd ended their partnership um with the uh, CGR, the French company.
2: Yeah, it wasn't and, named like this Le Suductrice or whatever. No, was, like, no,
4: this is pure Canadian. No, this is this is the Therac 25. It does therapy at twenty-five mega electron volts. It does what it says in the tin. uh It was so this was um using their sort of they patented in the 1970s what was called a dual pass linear accelerator so basically you it it fires the electron beam through that system of um alternating electromagnets twice which is why they can get the third way they can get the um therapy vo- uh mega electron voltage up to sort of 25 MeV's. Mm-hmm. so awesome. and and it's and it can do 25 mev x-ray and it only does 25 mev x-ray because that's the energy it takes to that's you know using pretty much the maximum sort of beam output to generate that at 25 mev uh, or electron beam therapy for 5 to 25 mev and the reason you vary the um the the mega electron voltage is to sort of you know account for sort of depth attenuation different types of tissue sure Uh, and the other significant change is that this was built from the ground up as a because this is now the sort of early to mid-1980s, this is a fully software-controlled system.
0: Oh no. Wow. Oh, it's boy. going on the
2: no, computer. No. So on the computer, <laughs> on yeah. The computer. No more, with no more like, knobs and buttons. It's all going to be controlled through this neat little terminal. Yep. It,
4: uh, it, yeah, it's the future. We do things with computers now. Uh, so it's fully software dependent, which is responsible for both the machine operation in terms of setting the um, the voltage of the tr- you know the the treatmenters, and then also responsible for the safety systems. Because in the previous case, that used hardware interlocks, um, which the 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 system software had software checking on it, but it was backed up by hardware interlock. So it, the thing physically wouldn't fire unless it checked, You know, there is a switch that says the head's in the correct position the beam set correctly it won't fire um i'm gonna shout someone out now specifically because there is one person who's who's basically done the bulk of work on sort of um contemporaneous documentation of the therac 25 and that is professor nancy g leveson and she is currently still working as the professor of aeronautics and astronautics at mit and a specialist in software systems and safety uh and she I wrote,
2: because the software systems and safety on this went so well
4: i mean this is this is sort of she uh there's a there's a one of the sort of the primary sources for this is a extensive article uh paper that she basically wrote as a sort of uh, a complete breakdown of what went on with the threat twenty five is why we know so much about it because uh, because a lot of the documentation w- that sort of otherwise might have happened uh it's just buried in things like you know lawsuits that were settled out of court um Wow. The sort of, F, you know, there, there was a, Yeah, you know, we'll get on to you know, what happened with the FDA. But, you know, a lot of this uh, was was documented by her quite extensively. Um. So the appendix on the Therac-25 is published in Software, System Safety and Computers. And quotes an AECL assurance manager stating that the Therac-6 package was used by the AECL software people when they started the Therac-25 software. The Therac-20 and Therac-25 programs were done independently from a common base. Uh, one thing to park a here is the no use of... Yeah, the use of the word people, and that we'll 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 come back to that. Just park that. That is that is Chekhov's people. We'll just <laughs> park that on the other and come back to that. So uh next slide, please. Again, this is one where we probably need we'll need to do it in post. We'll just uh, we'll
0: just re.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll send Dev the link to the yeah. thing and they'll fix yeah. it.
4: The... So we've got yeah. a. Thanks, Dev. Thank you, Dev. Thank you so oh, yeah. much. Uh, So there is, there are three main components to this, and they rotate back and forth around a central axis. You've got a stainless steel mirror and a light assembly, and this is it's a light, Um, and that shows where the thing's going to show. So you you know you get your patient into position, they lie down on the table, laser
2: beam looking thing, and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. aim this at the cancer.
4: It's not even lasers. It's 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 just a it's a you know it's a you know this is the 1980s. This is a sort of you know 100 watt you know 100 watt bulb and a.
2: We're gonna aim this weak flashlight at the cancer. <laughs> this, this can do it.
4: God damn it! Yeah. So that that <laughs> basically shines the light of the treatment area. They sort of fiddle around with it and get it. So like, okay, we, we you know get it in the middle of the field. Get it so that the thing's gonna be set up. Um, you've got the your X ray target, which is a a conical piece of tungsten that's called a beam flattener. Um, and Levison describes that as being an inverted ice cream cone. So yeah, that you know that's what was in the earlier picture. It's sort of a, a conical bit of tungsten. So, you know, the, where the beam hits, it, it sort of filters out through the through the conical bit of tungsten. And then what you get is a flat X-ray beam that kind of comes out with an even spread. Um, and then uh, you can do stuff like um, put a tr- sort of um, lead sort of trays on the patient uh, to sort of further direct that. So, if you, you know, if you don't want to sort of irradiate a huge area. You can say, well, okay, we're doing a sort of skin thing, but we want to just kind of have the sort of, Eight centimeters where this thing is, and then the rest of it is like a tungsten plate, a uh, uh, lead plate that goes over the top,
2: upturned baking tray with a hole punched yeah. out in the shape yeah. of your melanoma yes. or whatever. Yes,
4: exactly. Yes. And then the electron mode, which is sort of sca- surrounded by the scanning magnets, the the, the wigglers, as we've referred. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, that was a, a delightful term that I would sort of heard in. I was oh, no, sort of doing the research for this on another video. They called these things wigglers, and I'm like that's that's okay. great. <gasps> I'm
2: I'm so pleased that that's what they call them.
4: Yeah. Uh, so they have, then have an, what's called an ion chamber. So, th- so that measures the ionization at levels in the air as the therapy beam or the x-rays exit. So that records the dosage that's delivered to the patient and then puts that dosage back on the terminal. And then as we talked about, we've got a counterweight. And on the counterweight are three micro switches, and they control the position of the therapy head so the position of the head can be set via the operator terminal or by use of a hand control. And this is one of the things on the Therac 20, apparently, that sort of operators complain about sort of this thing is like, you know, it's, it's, this is very heavy. And we have to manually click this into place every time. You know, that, so we've automated this process.
2: Oh, good. Yes. Yeah.
4: So you, yeah.
2: you have to like look down through this, and like aim it first, aim with the mirror, then switch it to the... Then switch you know, it
4: to the thing, view. and yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you know, we've got... That sounds quite,
2: like a lot of work. We've got yeah. 20, so, like, 20 I have to use this, like, to submarine periscope thing. Yeah. You
4: know? yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So... Uh, Big
2: wheel you gotta crank, you know? You go, yeah. 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 Exactly. Hamster and, wheel you actually have to
0: run
4: on. And
2: <laughs> Radiation <laughs> medicine Sisyphus, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: And then there's a little piston here, which 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 is like a locking device that kind of helps to lock the head in place once the thing's been selected. Uh, uh, next slide, please. So then the software component. So this is the this is a simulation of the um, operating layout that the operator would see. Well,
0: that
1: looks very Kevorkian. I like that. that it's yeah. not very. It's got very um uh whatchamacallit? It's got it's got matrix energy here. You yeah, know, bad ones. Yeah. yeah, bad matrix energy. I, I, yeah. I
2: particularly enjoy treatment mode fix as opposed to treatment uh, mode break. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> treatment mode make worse as a joke. Yeah.
4: So the mm-hmm. reason you'll see sort of dates on this that are sort of saying sort of 20 20 something, oh this is this is running in an emulator. Uh so people have have, have been able to kind of Reverse engineer and get hold of the code for this thing, and then run it in a terminal emulator, sort of to see how it does, and then sort of to to replicate sort of some of these the things that 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 might have gone wrong with it. So uh, our nerds are
3: amazing. Uh,
4: yeah. So uh, the, the things that are on the top line are the beam type, where operators entered E for electron. So this has got to attach e. a little keyboard. E for electron. E E E, or X for X ray. E. e. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, if you put and... in other letters, did it give you weird kinds of beams no one ever heard about?
4: Uh, suppose, oh this yeah. is my favorite f rays. Getting shot with a
1: Q-ray,
3: yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone around me is a pedophile!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, you get shot with a Q-ray, you start believing some really strange things about yeah. JFK Jr.
4: So, uh, the uh The next sort of so that's the the thing the one thing just note on this screen this is talking about kilo kilo electron volts we've already said this is a mega electron volt thing and if you tell it to X ray mode this thing will just default to putting in 25 mega electron volts as the energy uh, it doesn't have any other options for for X rays uh the second set of fields is the, is the prescribed dose so they go in and they say oh, okay I want this amount of radiation for you know this many rads um of ra-. this is all rads this is all using rads because you know again this is you know, what five, 10 years after the implementation of of grays but you know this is in the yeah. U- US 200 in rads yeah. 2 grays yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah 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 so that's how many rads of radiation um and then you enter that the, posi- the the third set of fields is where the the gantry is so that's the you know the the position of the head and uh, and then the bottom field the like, date time the operator id you know this is kevin doing uh, the thing today and tells the operator the beams ready to use
2: all right, so this you, you look at this. Everything's as everything's good. good.
4: You go, enter in all button. the information. You know, push. You know, perfect. So cancer,
2: cancer over.
4: So uh, because we've we sort of discussed the design of these re- of, of the setup of this before. Um, because you would need to protect your staff from the ionizing radiation, the terminal itself is located outside the therapy room. You've then got radiation shielding in the walls and a sealed door between the treatment area and the control area. And there's usually a two-way intercom system between the treatment area and the operating area, so the staff can say, you know, okay, you know, we're gonna thing this thing now. There's gonna be a bit of noise. You know, if if you've had an MRI or something like that, they kind of go, yeah, it's gonna be noisy, and then it sort of sounds like the wheels are coming off every single tricycle in the world at once.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and then you have a panic
4: attack, and they go,
2: stop doing that, and you go, I can't, and they go, well, try harder. <laughs> you, you, right, you continue, yes, on, this into, you continue <laughs> Shit, on this way until you continue on this way until you until you do the thing where they sedate you. You know,
1: I I I had an MRI once and it was fine. You know, why? because I knew I could easily get out of that hole if I had to. Well,
2: that's nice. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. fuck ass.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas There's with not this a cave, thing, you gotta, it's a you machine.
2: Gotta, like, get up, sprint down a corridor, and try and like open a sealed door, which is <laughs>
4: yeah. Mm. Uh... No,
2: well, that's, that's no match for Roz, of course. Yeah,
4: cool. uh, it's I mean, simply, <laughs> there, simply built different. You are simply built different. We are probably another episodes worth of stuff in talking about MRI machines and and what's called missile effect. Uh, <laughs> what
2: a great <laughs> name! <laughs> yeah, it's just directly sort of laser target my personal fears. Why don't you? Um,
4: yes, this is the this is the you know why the MRI machines have the big lockable door and the and everything in there is plastic. Everything in there is plastic. Uh, If there is a crash, call the the separate sort of plastic things that they have to kind of grab because uh, missile effect.
2: Yeah, the time they killed a kid in an MRI because he like uh, went into cardiac arrest, and there someone brought in a metal oxygen tank that then got fired across the room, killing the patient.
4: Yeah, Um, Uh, it's awful and great. Yeah, this is it's it is absolutely you know that, that is the kind of things that happens, You know, when I'm sort of just doing all my sort of radiation safety as part and, and imaging safety as part of my course, that was kind of things like you know this this is why this is metal. Nothing, why nothing is metal here. Absolutely nothing is metal. If you have metal, leave the metal outside. Just do not bring metal onto the into the unit. Don't bring metal onto the floor. Don't have metal. Metal not required in the MRI environment.
2: Me yes. talking to Spotify. Uh. yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> uh,
4: so uh during this sort of development system, test operators complain that sort of entering the data again on the terminal was too slow, and a e c. l implemented a function whereby you could sort of copy the treatment site data by sort of process of more sort of carry return, so yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, okay, fine. You know, it just did copying it all over, and if the software detected an error, it would respond with one of two error states. So either treatment suspend, uh, in which case it shuts the machine down, and the whole thing would have to be restarted all over again. Oh,
2: the um, annoying error. The
4: okay. annoying yeah, error. That's so the, the, the
2: sort of by, by default. The uh, the thing that um, like incentivizes you to use or work around the pre, the, the other error form, so that you yep. don't have to do this.
4: And then a treatment pause, which is where. The again, the, the, we're, we're dealing with we, as we've established, dealing with a lot of sort of literalists uh, at AEL. Uh, the treatment pause, um, which could be I- overridden by the operator pressing the P key, and up to five treatment pauses were allowed before the machine would require a system restart. Um, error messages were generated alongside a number code. So that's good. You get your number code, and you can look up in the documentation. Error as code
2: sixty nine. Uh, error code
4: sixty nine you know, not implemented. Uh, the, the current beautiful. one to sixty four. Oh, well. yeah, Lame. Yeah. Unfortunate. The the supplied operator's manual did not contain a descriptor of what the error messages were.
2: Good. <laughs> oh, you okay. you, don't, you, don't, you don't, need code, don't need to know. Error code 13, what yeah. is it? Uh, don't yeah. worry about it. Don't worry, sure. that. That's what don't it worry is. about it.
4: The maintenance manual did contain descriptions, but not whether they were of clinical risk to patients.
2: Of course not. Mm. You don't need the, the maintenance people to know that.
4: Yeah. So, before... just sort of like
2: some real like '60s medical chauvinism of being like, "Well, he's not a doctor, is he?" So, whatever. To be honest,
4: before sort of commercial distribution, they did a safety analysis of the device, but this was conducted on a hardware simulator under treatment conditions, and they ran a sort of fault tree. Um, but this only accounted for hardware failures and not software. Mm. And the assumptions that mm. AECL made, that sort of Levison summarized, were: but one is that sort of programming errors have been. This is what they said. They said that programming errors have been reduced by extensive testing on hardware simulator and under field conditions on teletherapy units. Any residual software errors are not included in the analysis. Program so soft- oh, good. Program software does not degrade due to wear, fatigue, or reproduction process.
0: Um,
1: oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Was, wasn't that like the first half of this presentation? Yeah. So, so programs
2: decay.
4: So the sort of, I, I, I originally sort of came on because I was like, hey, I, you know, there are some interesting medical failures that I'm aware of, of engineering. And then Alice sort of mentioned to me, oh, hey, we you know, we've been looking to do the Therac 25 for a while. And I sort mm-hmm. of went away and I looked at it and I went, there's a through line here. Because you know, cancer is in itself a failure of of essentially a a meat coding, Uh, and uh, we are you know we can look here we can we can draw an important parallel between that and a sort of uh, a uh, cancer treatment which is hampered by an error in uh, in sort of silicone software coding. So it's uh, all it's all computers. It's it's all computers all the way down. Yeah, you cannot you cannot escape the computer. Uh, we are and then, all
1: going on the computer. We're all to we the have computer all time. always been going on the computer. <laughs> yes!
4: Yes! <That's> <laughs> so the, Look the... into the box! Computer exe- the, the, the third point is that, computer execution errors are caused by faulty hardware components and random, soft, random errors induced by alpha particles and electromagnetic noise. That's
2: such a like, my computer is the size of a fridge kind of conception of how yes. computer errors happen. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, this is a machine, this is a machine on a human comprehensible scale, uh, I don't need to think about circuit boards yet, really. There is like, something has got into this cabinet yeah. and like made a connection wrong
4: so this, this is the the, the 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 sort of this random error thing this this is a an alpha particle error this is this is a this is a technique in speed running oh yeah of course that happened didn't it yes this is like, the single a, event a bit upset. flip yes a bit flip so that's that's what they say basically if an error occurs in our software it's because a, a solar uh a solar ray just happened to hit that bit of the it just sol- did that and it just did that it just did that yeah. So the 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 famous one is the twenty thirteen Mario sixty four speedrun in which is which uh, Dota teabag uh had a uh, was sort of doing speedrunning things uh and had Mario suddenly walk to the upper floor of a level which sort of shaved Seconds off their time and allow them to sort of do the you know do the sort of the best it's to like, a,
2: like an absurd cosmic error in your favor that like this one yeah. bit has been flipped by an outside force so it, in such a way as to benefit you yeah sort of I came... have a
1: new theory about JFK oh
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got bit flipped yeah <laughs> the, the, the bit and his head just time. did that Don't worry about that a, <laughs> the, the bit a... here is the is alive modifier in the human head. <laughs>
4: So a, a total of 11 Therac-25 devices were installed in hospitals throughout Canada and the USA. And so we get to do a date. We, we finally get to... Justin. Oh, no.
1: Hi, it's Justin. Uh, so this is a commercial for the podcast that you're already listening to. Uh, people are annoyed by these, so let me get to the point. We have this thing called Patreon, right? The deal is, you give us two bucks a month, and we give you an extra episode once a month. Uh, sometimes it's a little inconsistent, but, you know, it's two bucks, you get what you pay for. Um, it also gets you our full back catalogue of bonus episodes, so you can learn about exciting topics like guns, pickup trucks, or pickup trucks with guns on them. The money we raise through Patreon, goes to making sure that the only ad you hear on this podcast is this one. Anyway, that's something to consider if you have two bucks to spare each month. Uh, Join at patreon.com forward slash WTYP pod. Do it if you want. Or don't. It's your decision, and we respect
0: that. Back to the show. Oh boy, June third, nineteen eighty-five. So,
4: sixty-one-year-old uh, pancreaticist Katie Yarbrough uh, attended the Keniston Regional Oncology Center uh, in uh, Georgia, in Marietta, Georgia, for a twelfth dose of radiotherapy treatment. Uh, she had had a previous surgical excision of a breast tumor uh, and had follow-up treatment with radiotherapy to local lymph nodes. Now, from I sort of. Where there is medical information, I've kind of jotted down sort of medical notes, and this is this is pretty standard for breast cancer treatment today. Even so, you can do, you know, a, a small enough sort of tumor, you can take a, a lump of breast tissue out. Um, we we call this a wide local excision, but a lumpectomy is still a term that's often used, and it's removed with a sort of cuff of normal tissue around it, and then they send a, often a lymph node sample along with it, and for the closest group of lymph nodes, and in the armpit usually. Um, where we kind of look at one of those nodes and we uh, look at it under the, the microscope and determine whether it's cancer. So if there is spread to local lymph nodes, or if they suspect there might be, then these can still be treated either with radiotherapy or excision of the local lymph node. Um, and this is this is this is still pretty standard relative to modern practice. Nineteen eighty-five to now, things haven't changed that much. So she just br- had breast cancer. It's been successfully she's treated. And she's now she was, in for this yeah, follow-up
2: in the yeah. armpit. Yes.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And she was prescribed a ten mega electron volt electron therapy dose. Uh, So she goes in, the machine's positioned, uh, the um, operator exits the room, presses the on button, and then she describes feeling a tremendous force of heat, a red hot sensation. And the technician then—that's
2: not—it's not not supposed to do that. No, right,
0: right.
4: right. She's had this is her twelfth dose of um, radiotherapy, twelfth fraction of radiotherapy treatment. So she's had eleven previous ones, and they've all been kind of fine. You know, she's gone in there. This
1: patient said, was one day from retirement.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So she she's gone in there. She's had uh, the she's had the uh, you know, eleven days. They've, they've all they've all been fine, and then she then suddenly, oh, you know, that really you know really bad. The technician said, "This is impossible." she said you know she said you burned me and i said that's impossible it can't happen though no was made the treatment area did sort of feel warm to the touch and then you know they went oh you know we're sorry about that um and she was at home and cause she just had her treatment she's you know return that's you know sorry you know uh fine over the next few days however the skin over the upper chest and the shoulder became painful uh hot acute aired. radiation exposure.
2: It takes yeah, a minute. It. Yeah. It takes a minute, you
4: know? Uh she was admitted to the hospital in Atlanta. Uh but then so she was admitted to sort so Marietta's or sort which I i my geography of uh of Atlanta is and, and, and of Georgia is not amazing. Uh, they she was so she was admitted to the hospital in Atlanta, so the sort of the sort of secondary or tertiary centre, continued to be sent to Kennison for further doses of radiotherapy mm-hmm. while she was an inpatient with her radiation injury. Uh, The the pain sort of continues to increase. Her shoulder joint became immobile. And the treating doctors thought this might be due to sort of treatment effect from the radiotherapy. So they just thought, uh, okay, so she's had several doses of this. And we know that radiation uh, has sort of stochastic effects. But then it's gone beyond that now to where the sort of the skin is breaking down. And not only has she got sort of got this redness on the front of her shoulder, it's also on the back.
2: Like you've been shot with a like a big light. Beam like radiation. you've
4: been shot with a relativistic, you know, beam of electrons, and Einstein
2: so it, gun. Yeah, uh, yeah, sort of Einstein
4: gunshot wound. So she was then seen by the medical physicist. Uh, so th- this is a big shout out. So do, do when you, whenever you have radiation emitting things in a hospital setting, not only do you have sort of um, technicians and On, you know, uh, radio oncologists and people who sort of prescribe and deliver these sort of dose. You also have to have a medical physicist. So, a uh, sort of person who's sort of qualified at sort of radiation and knowing uh, how the radiation is made to a sort of higher, to a sort of, you know, this is the person that knows all the theory of the radiation stuff.
2: knows all the german words about white
4: yes
1: it does seem like almost universally radiation is always like the last thing anyone thinks about about any particular injury
4: yeah Mm. so so you have your your sort of i mean and let's not say they don't have a knowledge of the cuisine i've sort of say having done some sort of bachelor sort of level degree stuff that you have to have an idea of the sort of radiation safety but these are the people who absolutely know their stuff about um medical sort of radiation physics and, and in their places in the medical setting so this guy uh, tim still is the Kennison physicist um and he's a sort of exactly the kind of obsessive nerd you need on staff to recognize radiation problems and then make meticulous notes about it so it was obvious that this was a radiation injury he reviewed her determined she would received one to two doses of radiation in the fifteen to twenty thousand rad range to the effect. Yeah. Jesus,
2: <sighs> what? If 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 we go if we go back, by the way, to the thing, uh, more than one thousand rads is in the acute illness, early death, um, yeah. uh, like yeah. lethal dose one hundred after ten days category, the highest one that we, we put up. Yes, the, acute the highest
4: signals. one. So because so the the key thing to say again, this is not a whole body radiation dose. This is to, just to a very small area you Know the effectively the width of an electron beam, so about a millimeter. So, you imagine you sort of at, you know fifteen twenty thousand 20,000 rads being applied over about a millimeter wide um, area of tissue, basically. Hmm. Hmm. So, he, Tim still contacted AECL to ask if the Therac 25 could operate in electron mode without the beam scanning and was told, and of course, these they're like nah, this is impossible. No, nah. don't worry about that. Uh, This was not reported to the FDA because they could not report it to the FDA. Because the FDA protocol at the time was that reports regarding medical devices could only be made by the medical device producers and importers and not by end users or patients. Beautiful. That is (laughs) smart as shit.
2: So if the Canadians don't want to do shit about it, it's something you can do.
4: Yeah. yeah. So so unless the, unless the manufacturer wants to do something about a device, and their their position is well, this is far safer than the previous device, uh, because of computer. Yes. Uh, this uses computers. This is this is safer. Uh, there is no way in which this could cause an incident. And and fair play to Tim still, because you know as we'll discover later, this is kind of on the money. Um, here. Um, you know this is the the all the the medical physicists involved here um were absolutely on the money what was going wrong and uh, it
1: instantaneously diagnosed yeah, the problem yeah not not that anything's going to be done about it but <laughs> no,
4: <of course>. but <laughs> so uh a second date oh boy That's yes. how you know it's really good july 26 1985 <sighs> so uh, this in this case a 40 year old this is so we're now uh we've gone north we are now in the ontario cent. uh Ontario Cancer Federation Radiotherapy Facility in Hamilton, Ontario for a 24th uh, treatment for uh, cervical carcinoma. Uh, again, cervical carcinoma something that is kind of treated with radiation um, in this sort of early or locally advanced stage. It's one of these things whereby if um, you've got sort of the risk of recurrence after surgery or if someone's got, you know, an inoperable sort of tumour, that, but that's one that's bleeding, um, then you can just do palliative treatment with uh, with radiotherapy it's sort of basically sclerose the tumour and stop it from bleeding and give someone, you know, while you're not going to cure their cancer, you mean, you know, they're not sort of getting um, lots of sort of vaginal bleeding or something like that that's uncomfortable and it's trying to give people some, you know, some element of dignity, even though they're in the sort of mm. um, final phase of their cancer. Um, and this is either done by um radio sort of external radiotherapy uh like this or you can implant radioactive pellets uh that that sort of emit uh radiation locally that's that's something called brachytherapy um so on this occasion the patient was receiving therapy they were positioned for treatment the technician set the device up for therapy it was initiated and the machine shut down after five seconds reporting a h tilt error uh and the terminal screens sort,
1: sort of a sort of a pinball machine thing, yeah. Right there, yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> so, so tell yeah. you know you yeah,
1: You've
4: made it mad. Yeah,
0: you yeah. made Wait, it. Do we
2: have an idea of like how long a typical like exposure is like supposed to be, just to contextualize that?
0: Uh,
2: exactly. uh ballpark there uh, endless, I, like seconds minutes
4: it's 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 kind of seconds really you know some of these that you know okay. some of the sort of the more sort of scanning electron beam may take a sort of minute or two, but this is far this is pretty quick you know an x-ray exposure is like an you know you people have had sort of um diagnostic x-rays that's a you know a couple of you know quick second you know that's that's the that's the field um, there's
2: a there's a joke I remember about chiropractic, which is like, uh, you know, a me- medical doctor is like, well, you know, we'll do, we'll do some tests and you know, we'll try some things, and if it doesn't work, then we'll know some more things. Uh, whereas a chiropractor is sort of like sprinting towards you, about, like setting up for a football kick, like <laughs> say goodbye to back pain, yeah. uh, <laughs> sort, of, sort of like this, but with cancer, yeah. is like sprinting towards the beam, just like yeah. right.
4: <laughs> So the terminal screen. You know what,
1: help, the real joke is uh, is chiropractic. chiropractic. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> learned
2: learned how to do it from a ghost.
1: Yeah,
4: um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, as, as someone that's that's uh, formally done some training orthopedics, I have uh, seen a non-zero number of chiropractic injuries. Uh, anyway, sort of, I don't want to get sort of sued by a ghost, so I'll I'll not say <laughs> get Sued by a ghost. Um, so the so the the, the terminal screen displayed a no dose and indicated that there was a treatment pause. So uh the operator presses the P key. Again, another no-dose error. And most operators at this point, this this was a finicky piece of kit. Um they were, you know, you know, they put the patient in the thing, they have to go all the way out of the room and then they press the button to go, and then it goes, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I sort of go back into the room, and they check it, and I come back out, and I press P again. And I was like, no, <laughs> okay. Uh, so this was not an infrequent occurrence. Uh, and on this occasion, the operator pressed the P key a further three times. This is triggering the magic five, uh, five times they've had to press the P key.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, sticky keys.
4: Yeah. yeah. It's now enabled. So, so, so sticky heat is now enabled and the machine enters treatment suspend. So it shuts down. And then the hospital te- and then you have to sort of call the technician. And the technician goes, oh, What have you done? Uh <laughs> you know, turn, they have to sort of basically, you know, come and boot everything back up again and this is a Turn it
2: off at the wall, turn it, off, turn it up, back yeah, on again. Turn it off the wall, oh, turn it back yeah. on
4: again, you know, wait for the tape drive to spin up, etc. <laughs> um And then sort of shortly after treatment, the patient complained of burning and tingling pain in the treatment area. Uh, They returned for further treatment three days later. Uh, By this point, they were then reporting severe pain, swelling and redness, and then were hospitalized the following day. Uh,
2: Radiation injuries, you uh, feel kind of weird,
4: then you feel really weird. You feel real bad. (laughs) So the machine was taken out of service and the AECL was again informed of a potential radiation injury. Uh, They sent an engineer, uh, to investigate the machine, and as the manufacturer was now involved in the proceedings, the, Can- the uh, Canadian Radiation Protection Board was informed of the incident, and the FDA was sort of starting to be made aware of this. Uh, they, the Canadian Radiation Protection Board uh, issued a notice that users have to manually confirm the treatment head position, um, but it didn't state anywhere there'd been any patient harm. So the patient Oops. who who received an excess dose in this scenario uh, unfortunately uh, to come to her, her cancer a few months later it was, sort
2: of uh, like it was it was a terminal case coming in
4: yeah this is the understand. sort of case i was talking about where someone's sort of having palliative radiotherapy for a, mm-hmm. uh, a mm-hmm. cancer that's uh, that, that's you know it's not curable but we're trying to sort of make your last days reasonably comfortable uh sure. which wasn't the case here because
2: and we've actually uh, made them much more uncomfortable yes <laughs> the, the the degree <laughs> of radiation you, in... so
4: that. this this person had an autopsy uh and it was reported that had she not died as a result of the cancer the degree of radiation injury sustained would have necessitated a hip replacement procedure to restore mobility Ew. to the joint
2: it just like melted part of your pelvis or something. yeah so sorry like, about uh... that Yeah, you you got the effect of like sort of like when you open a fridge door with like uh, with your hips, but it's the door to like the containment room at Chernobyl.
4: Yeah.
2: Yes.
4: Yeah. So the the estimated dose here was in the region of thirteen thousand to seventeen thousand rads. Uh, Not very good. No. 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 So uh, AECL carried out an investigation the incident and failed to reproduce the circumstances. Uh they did, however, identify mechanical issues relating to the plunger locking mechanism and the micro array. And what they sort of AECL's investigation, they they were purely looking at hardware. Because again this is like a software. software can't control, go wrong. Yeah. Software, and software can't go software wrong, control. yeah. The, it only goes uh,
2: wrong. We've tested it. It only goes wrong when, like, uh, fucking you idiot protons fucking protons up, right. or whatever yeah. get into the case. And they
4: kind of um, what, what they sort of assessed was that, that sort of this so you've got a three bit micro switch away. So, you, so, you, so each of your micro switches can be in the sort of zero or one position. So what they modified the software to do was tolerate a one bit error so that effectively you've got three, three bits there. So it'll to- if, if two of them are in the correct position, it's okay. It's, introduced- it's now
2: immune to like the speed yeah. running sort of error.
4: Yeah. yeah, but but it's got an additional sort of track. The fact that it's it's in move it's in motion. Uh, they issued a voluntary recall notice at this point, uh, and and this was a what's called a class two recall uh, from the FDA, which is <laughs> described. This i um, you know just making sure I get everything sort of dot the eyes and cross the t's. A situation in which the use or exposure. To a violative product may cause temporary or medically reversible adverse health consequences, or where the probability of serious adverse health consequences is remote.
2: So it would be nice to fix it, as opposed to your class well, one violation, gonna... which it which is fix it sort of. Thing. I,
1: I I assume this is not a, a situation where they physically recall the machines because that sounds very no. difficult.
4: They sent they would sort what they basically they sort of sent engineers out to sort of go and you know this is the eighties you got to go and sort of redo the code by kind of hand but there's only 11 sites where this is installed so you've got to do 11 times you've got to sort of send some guys off for a week to recode things basically uh, and they 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 audited the changes internally and end users were told they could resume use once necessary modifications have been made and they touted this as a safety improvement of five orders of magnitude over the previous system sounds good you yes know. good number num- number big how do you how do you measure that? Uh, so <laughs> so uh, there is oh uh, th- towards the uh, end of the uh, Levison document. And please uh, just allow me to scroll through. Uh, here we go. Uh, the evidence for the belief that the radiation burn could not have been caused by the machine include, included a probabilistic risk assessment showing the safety had increased by five orders of magnitude as a result of the microswitch fix.
2: Meanwhile, your medical physicist is there, just like, and yes, but how did they get the radiation yes. burns? Yes. The belief... into glue, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> just like, presumably being like a very, very localised cosmic yeah. gamma ray burst. It comes yes. in through a window or something, you know, while they're in the wasting room.
4: So, the belief that safety, had been this, this is from Leveson, uh perhaps it was based on the probability of failure of the microswitch, which is typically 10 to the power of minus 5, and did with the other interlocks.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sure.
4: So so one micro switch only fails sort of, you know, ten to the minus five times, and then they've gone, well, we've got three of these. Uh I and, mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So five that's it. Faultless. Yeah, we've we've we right. know we've we've made it sort of so that there's a bit of error. So this is five times safer. All right, case uh-huh. closed. Uh-huh. All right.
0: Yeah. All right, well, next <laughs> <It's too reliable. laughs>
4: yeah. Uh next slide, please. It'll look uh, at, so, a
2: nice older gentleman
4: a nice older yeah. gentleman this is this is gordon Gord simmons uh who passed away in may of last year and in 19 19- okay. rip uh, mm-hmm. it's trying to this is the thing with this device is like trying to try you know this thing was so you know people know about it because it's kind of got notoriety it's kind of online so people have talked about it various times uh but actually sort of trying to find sort of contemporary pictures or anything of anyone involved so this this as far as i can tell is the same guy uh I sort of found it from a local newspaper article uh, from May of this year. Do you love to
2: be named Gord? Gord. I will say that. uh, Another another, uh, sort
4: of medical, uh, another another sort of physicist, and this guy is the head of advanced X-ray systems at the Canadian RPB, and he was tasked with investigating the July 26th in Hamilton. He concluded, in addition to the faulty microswitch design, there were four other areas that needed to be addressed in order for the Therac-25, to pass the Canadian Certification for Radiation Emitting Devices. Uh, most significant of these was that there was to be a dose error detected. Uh, the machine would move immediately to treatment suspend rather than treatment. Pause. Um, oh,
2: So you only have to press the P key and you can hit them with the wrong dose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what oh, this guy gosh. was saying
4: is that is, is 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 it shouldn't let you do that. Basically, Great. if there's an error, if there's an error, if anything goes wrong, it should suspend treatment, which this seems sensible. Yeah, ACL have to
2: get up and you, walk
4: around. And then you have the to turn the thing off and turn
2: the, the thing on. Yes,
4: again. and call the technician, and then yeah,
2: I have to uh, make a phone call just because I was about to give someone radiation so, poisoning.
4: ACL did respond to the uh, to the um, uh, to this to this um, edict from uh, the Canadian RPP, and their response was to alter the number of times the treatment could be could be overridden. From five times to three times.
2: Beautiful. <laughs> ah, well, you can only <laughs> right. get three lethal doses. Yes.
1: Compromise like is how we get things done. I mean... That's
4: yes. right. <laughs> so, they had made changes uh, to the microswitches and all of the devices. Uh, however, the other recommendations, including alterations to um, the sort of testing of the, of the beam and the error uh, reporting, which Simmons had told ACL would need to be in place to actually receive the Canadian certification were still pending when another incident occurred in December of 1985. Oh no. Uh worth noting that the, just before we move on, uh and we, and Justin gets to do another date, that uh the team at Hamilton uh, were not happy with uh AECL's uh, response and they uh requested that AECL install a sort of uh, potentiometer system and a mechanical interlock on the treatment head. AECL refused again Medical physicist went, no, we're doing it anyway, and installed it themselves.
2: <laughs> oh, vo- so, void the warranty of yeah.
3: your. Void uh, the warranty and make- an <laughs> I wear vo- I uh, void warranties t shirt under my scrubs as I bang at this extremely <laughs> expensive machine with a hammer. Yeah.
2: Just um, like, yeah, I actually need to jailbreak my linear accelerator. But yeah, it's a lot me and more John of, uh, Deere farmers, now. you know how it is. Yes. <laughs>
3: right. right to repair, I scream.
0: <laughs>
1: Stop me if I'm getting ahead of us, but. Uh, Am I correct in thinking the previous version of this device had mechanical interlocks? The previous version of the device had mechanical
4: interlocks.
2: You don't need Uh, a brass, they had uh, yeah, Uh,
4: Because this one's software-controlled. So the previous one had hardware interlocks. One thing that people did note, uh, which will be relevant later, is that the previous version did have a tendency to sort of blow fuses and things. Like, it would, you know, it was, again... The reason that what some of the operators are sort of used to this the software on this being finicky is that they'd worked with the previous versions of the device, and this was like, okay, it would shut down, it would suspend, it would have to hit the key loads of times, and sometimes a fuse would blow and the machine would be out of commission, so I'd have to come replace the fuses, etc. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: Anyway. Though, you know, these were oper- these you know, these were user end errors, of course, so if anything happened like that, that didn't go anywhere. There's certainly not to the FDA, because because it wasn't a manufacturer report. So uh, the third incident, uh, next slide.
1: December 1985.
4: So, yeah, we don't, we, the, this is very, very sketchy, the information here. But what we do know is that following the, uh, this is at Yakima Valley Memorial Hospital in Washington. Um, the Yakima. Yakima. Yeah, fantastic. Good well, odds come from there. Mm-hmm. That's what I know the uh patient had a this was on their first cycle of therapy and they had redness of the skin around the hip area with a sort of unusual pattern of injury resembling strikes stripes, stripes uh, rather uh, the staff who examined the patient were concerned this pattern matched the i've mentioned this before this these is all blocking trays so we you know we sort of about a sort of um lead uh, oven tray with a circle cut out of it um they sort of were concerned that the pattern matched the uh, the blocking trays that they had, however, because they took the, the trays and, and after they've received so much radiation dose, they become a radiation hazard, so they have to throw the trays away. Um, they couldn't, they couldn't match it, and kind of. So it's yeah. like
2: the radiation dose is like so strong that it has like burned the outline of the the tray.
4: Just yeah like sort of but the sort of on. the doc, okay. sort of the the sort of treating doctors also said well it could have been caused by a th- electrical thermal pad or blanket the patient the, so the you know someone who's got sort of they got cancer and and they've got sort of you know they, it's achy and they put a heat blanket on it they put an electric blanket on it to warm up and they sort of so said like
2: yeah yeah it's it's possible that we fucked up but on the other hand it's yeah. also possible the patient's an idiot so
4: yeah guess, yeah right. although just you know the patient's right. electric blanket fucked up or something like that you know we don't right. You know, we don't know. Yeah,
3: never mind um, the guy has the medical equivalent of drawing a dick into your sunburnt friend's skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> so the staff contacted the ACL and AECL were told there was in no way in which the device or operator could have resulted in injury. they uh, closed. And it, again, this device had undergone the required uh, changes to the microswitch array and had a five order of magnitude improvement in safety.
2: So it's fine. It's quite so like, clearly it's nothing.
4: Yep. So this, this so this had, had this device had been upgraded in September of 1985, and had been operating for two three months at this point without incident. Uh, the doctors described the rash to cause as unknown, but the sort of you know what we know of the long term of this is that about two years later, um, as the sort of discovery process was sort of going on here that the patient had gone on to suffer extensive skin and soft tissue injury, non healing ulceration requiring skin grafts basically to, to repair the skin damage. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, and and incident number four.
2: Oh, this is this oh. is the real bad one. Having this, bad is,
4: this is this is this yeah. is the this is the real bad one. So you know, like this is the the, the radiation
2: sort of nightmare story.
4: Um, yeah. So uh, you know uh, con- you know if everyone hadn't sort of checked up at this point, this is you know content warning, content warning, content warning, medical radiation injury, March third twenty first. 1986 so uh voyne ray cox a 40 year old uh gentleman attends the east texas cancer center in tyler texas for post-surgical radiotherapy for a tumor on the back it doesn't mention what the tumor is um uh this is the you know the, this, we use it for melanoma we use it for sort of larger squamous cell carcinomas. So that sort of Melanoma obviously is, you know, melanocytes, the squamous cells are the sort of cells of the skin, but we tend to treat those with surgery. So this is, you know, might have been something like a melanoma. We don't know. Um, the patient was prescribed a dose of a 22 mega electron volt electron beam therapy
0: to the left upper back. And the, um, uh, the uh,
4: patient uh, at that point uh, was uh, in... Deliver a total a fraction of 180 rads with repeat doses over the next several weeks, totaling six thousand rads. So we've already talked about just six thousand rads, you know, in one go to so your whole body. Very bad. Uh, very, bad. Yeah, yeah. very bad. Very, very, 6, very bad. Six r- thousand.
2: Whereas if you do it sp- spread out on the sort of like, you know, eight radiotherapy fractions and your ninth one is free, sort of like uh yeah. card stamp thing. It's not as bad.
4: Yeah, exactly. So <sighs> He was uh, sort of. This was his ninth cycle trip. So this again, like the sort of very like the first. This is someone who knows what to expect. They go into the room, they get sort of position, they sort of lie down or sit up or sort of get into the uh, place where they need to be to to sort of have their therapy. The beams sort of all set up, and then off they go.
0: Um. So, again, the uh, operator here uh, is behind a heavy
4: shielded door down a corridor. There are no windows. Between the treatment room and the operator suite, and the means of monitoring, there's a video camera, so sort of ni- you know 1980s scanline quality internal video, and an intercom system. However, <coughs> sorry. However, on this occasion, the in- the intercom system had broken.
0: Mm. Oh great!
2: Sort of yeah, a, probably, like, sort of a little, like, final destination twist. Yes. In, yeah. You
4: know. So the patient was positioned. The operator exited close the shielded door between the treatment suite and the control room enter the prescription data on the terminal on reviewing noted she'd inadvertently typed x for x-ray mode so she promptly skipped back up to the uh, modality field we you know when we had our little screen earlier and changed it to e for electron beam everything else was correct hit the key to proceed
3: should have changed it to g for good yeah
1: <laughs> no no that's the one that changes your gender no, no fuck. <laughs> don't, don't. They don't allow that in the UK. Yeah, fucking no.
2: <laughs> the G rays. Yeah,
1: Yeah, hit by the gender beam. Mm, forced feminization.
4: <laughs> so on this occasion, the machine entered a treatment pause and returned the words. Remember, the operator has no has the operator manual has no description of the errors. It returned the words malfunction fifty four.
0: Great. Hmm. Great. Okay.
4: Could uh could be anything. Uh the dosage report on the uh machine, however, suggests a substantial underdose of radiation compared to what was prescribed. Oh
0: good. <laughs> and this
1: is why it's always a good idea to have a an OBD two uh mm-hmm. reader with yeah. you when you're doing <laughs> this. Yeah, never, never
2: I brought this the, Geiger the, counter from yeah. home, and I'm holding it in between me and the fucking thing.
1: It just flashes to... the check engine light.
3: Flash the Therac's ECU. <laughs> Tuning the Therac.
1: <laughs> I, I want
3: the pops and bangs mod for my uh, Therac 25.
4: Uh, so, you know, this, this machine, as we've said, this is a finicky machine this does this all the time, and it paused it, and she pressed the P key to override the pause and proceed with the dose as prescribed. Yeah, no the machine, malfunction 54.
2: Oh, that's weird. I go press P again.
4: Uh, then... Well, you would press she was going to press P again, but then was alarmed by the sound of the audibly upset disturbed patient banging on the operator room door. Oh fuck! Mm, Not good. Not good.
2: Shit!
4: You. Yeah, that's not what you want. Uh, next slide, I think. Yes. So, uh, we're this this again. We'll we'll just go back to our setup here to remind ourselves of the situation here. So we've got operator terminal sealed away, intercom that's not working. Patient has come off of the treatment table, and as they're coming off the treatment table, the operator presses P again. Uh, he got uh,
2: hit with a fucking like glancing blow by this thing as well. Yes, it, 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 a, this, this, this is why it wouldn't be
4: me, right? Implied.
2: Because you, you put me in a situation like that, I'm like, they find me a melted puddle of goo because she's done it five times, and I've been like, well, I don't want to be so, a author. Yeah. I'm not going to sit up. She did so, say yeah. to sit still, so like yeah. and, you know, whatever. And, this guy clearly has just like flown
4: out of the thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is so he he knows that this is not normal. Uh, but basically, he sort of felt a what he reported as a severe pain, like someone had poured hot coffee on his back when the, the operator engaged the device for the first time, and he was rising from the table to alert her when the second dose was delivered, describing <gasps> severe pain in his arm, and a sensation like his hand was leaving his body.
2: What the fuck, Jesus Christ. So he I just like, like stood up, he had his arm in the way of it, and we just accidentally sent this man's hands atoms to fucking Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Like, this is like, like a Orbiting, is hum- orbiting the Christ. rings of yeah. Saturn and he's just like, uh okay. Uh just still attached to it, you know?
4: So the patient was seen by the medical team on site who sort of noted yeah, reddening in the treatment area Jesus. as he wasn't unwell in himself was discharged home because the, the
2: minute, you know.
4: Yeah. Go. Because they they say, Well, you know, this is this is this you know this is a, you know this is a safe established device we've used this for you know years. Um, this is a, you know there must have been a freak sort of electrical shock.
1: However, like, like from like a from like a Tesla coil that's been embedded in the machine. Like what, where is this electricity coming from?
4: <laughs> I, again, I, I mean, I think sort of part of the thing is here is that you know we with li- documentation is limited, but I, I I think sort of from a from the point of view of someone who is sort of been trained at medical school never been sort of trained you know although sort of you know having some uh additional experience in radiation bits and pieces but you know you don't expect to see a radiation injury uh what was far more you know what you think is well, this is an electrical device an electric shocks far more common and what they've reported sounds like an electric shock but you know their their cardiac function is okay they've not got an arrhythmia and you know the treatment sort of severe electric you know severe you know electric shocks. So if there's no arrhythmia, um, then you know the patient's otherwise well. Then they sort of then they can be discharged home. We know they were just in a radiation machine but yeah it probably
1: <laughs> wasn't a radiation injury right guys? Well, no,
4: because this is a radiation this is a radiation machine that's that's very safe the previous versions of it were very safe the manufacturer has just upgraded this machine 6 months earlier and it is now five fold safer than it was before the upgrade
1: Not just five fold five orders of magnitude sorry, sorry
4: five orders <laughs> of magnitude safer <laughs> Than before the upgrade so so that sort of it's the kind of, it's the kind of thing whereby it's, it's sort of you know it, it, you know in men's often to talk about it, sort of like you know if you see sort of hoofprints sort of expect horses not zebras kind of thing so I i suspect that you know it, it's very difficult to speculate on a sort of um at this point sort of 40 year old medical case with for which i don't have any notes but that, also that's very little uh, that
2: they could have uh, done yeah. like yes. ha- had had they immediately been able to go Oh, uh, this guy has suffered a catastrophic radiation injury. Oh. I, I mean, the thing you do at that point is you fucking roll your chair over to the drawn hand in one of those uh, So You're Gonna Die pamphlets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Give the guy a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ma-
1: manufacturer claims this device will have one accident in the lifetime of the observable universe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and this was it, so we can all relax, yeah. you know?
4: Um. So tragically, over the next several months, the patient lost use of the left arm and several bouts of nausea, vomiting developed. Radiation-induced myelitis. Now, myelitis is nerve inflammation in the mm-hmm. spinal cord, and his left arm became paralyzed entirely, as did his vocal cords. Uh, this, I mean, this is this is just horrific. Uh, in addition, he was severely immunocompromised, uh, so sort of you know, as and then sort of had. Opportunistic herpes virus infections of skin in the affected areas, lost bladder and bowel control, and died five months afterwards, with uh, what was later estimated to be a dose of between sixteen and a half thousand and twenty-five thousand rads having been delivered.
2: And presumably, not knowing why as well. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That also sort of rankles with me is the idea that. Not only did you like kill the guy horribly, but you killed mm. the guy in a sort of uh, a horrible, confusing way.
4: Yes, um, it's awful. Uh, this is—I mean, as I say, this is this. Yeah, but it's sort of combined with the sort of horror of the you know in you know intercom being sort of out. This is the real sort of you know this is the nightmare scenario for any sort of mm-hmm. medical treatment gone wrong. Really. Yeah, um, I mean, if
2: you're a, if you're a radiologist or. A, You know, in that field at all, like hearing the guy bang on the inside of the door—that's gotta be the worst thing that you can imagine happening.
4: I'd say, from from what it sounds like, this this this, uh, this—it's not recorded who the operator was, and I I think for the sort of purposes of, um, you know, that their anonymity has been maintained and 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 given sort of the the, yeah, good, given the role they have to sort of play later in sort of which is kind of fairly crucial. Then I then I think it's quite uh, you know they they were doing their job as they mm-hmm. were routinely expect, you know routinely expected to do their job they were working with the machine within the parameters they've been told to operate the machine and yeah. they, you know for sort of both from a patient and a and a clinician perspective this is this is this is absolutely the sort of the worst case scenario that could ever happen in medicine because mm. you, know, well. you know you you know uh, you know it's sort of there is uh you know a varying to the degrees to which sort of there is a sort of hippocratic oath as such but first you know harm, you no know, does you know it to a greater you know to a greater extent remains the um you know the foundational principle of medicine um in the case of the therac 25 device here uh this was used to successfully treat other patients later that day
0: ah huh. okay uh
4: they get, but taken out of service the following day for testing. Uh, they flew a AECL engineer down from Canada to try and reproduce the malfunction 54 error. Um, Did
2: which, we ever find out what the malfunction 54 was? Malfunction
4: is? 54 is very helpful. Uh, it tells the operator that the patient has either received too little or too much radiation.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> great. Thanks. Okay. That uh, really narrows it down. Thank got, uh, I was about to
1: say, I mean, but, but that, that eliminates one number.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Rem- reminds me that uh, you know a lot of NASA software had to develop like spe- different states for off-scale high versus off-scale low, mm. because if you just say this is not a reportable, like this is not a number I can return for this query, it, it leads you to this sort of ambiguity.
4: Yeah. You know? So ACL basically still at this point flatly denied it's impo- It was possible for the device to overdose the patient. Uh, the electrical systems were checked; we we're still sort of functioning. On the, this, this is an electrical system error, uh, but the machine was determined to be properly grounded and that could not have delivered an electrical shock to the patient. And the machine was returned to service a few weeks later on the seventh of April, nineteen eighty-six.
2: I mean, it's still it's still busily you know treating cancers. Yeah, um, it's still treating yeah, cancers, presumably yeah. successfully. Some
4: so proof. yeah, yeah,
1: uh, that's the, the, th- guy, that's, uh, the guy uh, didn't yeah. die of cancer.
4: Um <laughs> I, yeah,
3: he just got a Chernobyl dropped on his face, but it's yeah. fine.
4: Yes. However April
1: eleventh, nineteen
4: eighty six. So four days after the device has been returned to service, another patient, uh Vernon Kidd, uh attended for cancer treatment on the face. Uh we have very limited other um clinical information. The same operator that had treated the previous patient set up the machine for therapy.
2: Oh, great. What's the worst part of your body you can imagine getting this malfunctioning thing tain. fired at? Tain. No, it's face. It's face.
0: It's face or tail. Yes.
4: Whatever. Yeah. So uh, again, these are the. All, this is one of the more extensively documented incidents. Sort of for better in terms of this helped sort of uncover what was going on, but worse in terms of again a, a heavy content warning for um, a medically sustained uh, radiation injury uh the same offer op- the the same operator as previously um as well um having uh sort of set this patient up for treatment, the intercom had been fixed there was one <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay, it was like yeah
4: saving saving sort of grace of the system the intercom had been fixed, and as it entered previously, she entered x for x ray before proceeding to treat, notice her inputs went back corrected this to e for electron beam mode, commenced the treatment. Over the now repaired intercom, she heard a loud noise from the machine, with the terminal once again displaying malfunction fifty four. Also audible, the sounds of a distressed patient moaning for help.
0: Um,
4: The operator entered the room, helped. See, this this was on the face, so sort of you get the person in position, and then you have to. For, for sort of a lot of you know therapeutic and um, diagnostic procedures, sometimes you need to sort of keep people in position. So sometimes you have to sort of tape, maybe sort of you know lightly tape people Just more in light position. Bondage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. For 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 medical reasons. Uh, yeah,
2: Alice, for yeah. medical reasons. <laughs> 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 I'm, so, I'm sorry if that appeared prurient of me. Yeah. Uh,
4: he complained feeling fire on the side of his face and the medical physicist attended
3: a fire play the,
4: this so the me, so the sort of the having had the sort of ongoing investigation for the last several weeks the medical physicist was very interested in seeing what had gone on here and got a statement from the patient and the statement was that he saw an intense flash of light Oh, it's oh, bad.
3: No, you never <laughs> want to see that. I don't <laughs> wanna <to> see, <laughs> see that. Look at the pretty blue. What is it? Look at the pretty blue chocolate out of the pretty blue light. Yes.
4: Yeah. Um, describing the sound like that of frying eggs. Uh, oh Levison, uh Nancy Leveson was sort of um has further documentation on this and she reports in her um appendix that he repeatedly was asking what happened to me and was extremely distressed. Um, yeah, I bet Jesus. Yeah, yeah uh, unfortunately, what happened to him was radiation encephalopathy. Uh, yeah. With oh, Jesus, inclu- so became increasingly delirious and confused, entering a coma. Um, because you know they were onto something is wrong with this machine. They uh, had an autopsy performed, demonstrating acute high dose radiation injury to the temporal lobe, and. Oh. This gentleman uh Vernon Kidd, has the dubious honor of uh, being the first person documented to have died due to therapeutic radiation therapy
2: wow, I mean Gross. And horribly. And horribly too yeah,
4: yeah. pretty bad <laughs> so the 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 uh so th- as we mentioned this is this is another medical physicist. Uh, next slide, please. This is the the tri- there is a summer associated story. A song yeah. or is,
3: story as people get wildly drunk in my home. Yeah. I'm this not sure is, if you can hear that at home, viewers. But goddamn, yeah.
4: you might be able to. Uh, I can so, hear it. Yeah,
3: don't do think so, about it.
4: So uh, th- this time, this is the Tyler Eastman. So this is the, the, that center, the Tyler East uh, Cancer Center's Fritz Hager, uh, who uh, I'd sort of I I'd, I try again. I've tried to find sort of pictures of people, and I searched Fritz Hager. In Tyler, Texas, and returned uh, a picture of this uh, young gentleman, who is uh, American Idol's top five contestant, Fritz Hager III. So grandson question? Mark? Grandson question 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 mark as unless there is an abundance of Fritz Hagers in Tyler, Texas, and specifically Tyler, Texas, uh, then that's a German. That's true. <laughs> oh, that is true. And some Czechs some s- potentially some relation as as far as i can establish uh you know well i'm going to be
2: picturing the the guy the radiation
4: uh, yeah uh, I, I mean like l- the, given the amount of documentation that this guy did uh into the uh into what went on with the with the, the this this is the guy sort of kind of largely responsible for documenting what one of the major flaws of the system was uh and he and the operator who'd been involved in both cases pulled, uh, you know, it's not specifically sort of said in the documentation, but you get the impression that sort of all-nighters were pulled trying to replicate the error.
2: Mm. Right, yeah. I, I have a small, perhaps nonsensical thing, which is I hope it was the operator's unwitting fault because that seems less cruel than it being random chance both times
0: the
4: the key thing here is that Mm -hmm. this is a a very experienced operator so they have Mm -hmm. so this so they have been using the uh the therac 25 and uh, presumably previous possibly previous versions of the machine or other similar machines so they were very very quick i mean sort of you imagine someone who's using the system day in day out to treat 20 patients Mm -hmm. per day 100 patients in a week um, you know your hours on the machine build up to the fact that you can, you can, you know, you rapidly edit stuff and you go, oh, okay, I find, I've, you know, how many times a day do you sort of accidentally, you know, typo something? Oh yeah, this is this is an electron beam. This is this is this isn't actually this is electron beam. You know, quickly cl- correct the error. Sh- off we go. So this was so they they recreated error basically by achieving achieving this by rapidly editing editing the x-ray modality to electron beam in the dose setup screen and because they were so quick at entering it and making the corrections they could uh both the operator and the physicist could reproduce the error at will the aecl so it's,
2: it's a timing problem
4: it's though. a timing problem mm. so the aecl engineer the following day was unable to reproduce the error um
2: he's like hunting and pecking on the keyboard
4: yeah right. so yeah. as Leveson says the ETCC physicist explained the procedure had to be performed quite rapidly eventually they, someone at AECL found a fast enough typist to reproduce the error on a test machine uh, where engineers reported a center of field dose of around 25,000 rads Jesus 250 grays the frying sound was determined to be the so a while ago now we mentioned that the um uh each of the treatment heads has a uh an ion chamber which records the dose at the exit point and these were completely saturated so it's fuck oh, <laughs> so the, the the frying sound you know the frying sound at least was sort of some respite for the the frying sound was not Patient-related,
2: no. The, it's just pra- the, the burn, burning dosimeter. The,
4: the, yeah, burning dosi- the, the, the the completely saturated ion chambers that that every single ion in them saturated with a lot of radiation. Um, in litigation arising, like
2: the, the ion detector just returns yes. Whoops. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ion.
3: Ion present. This just says <sighs> liable. <sighs>
4: So um, in one of the cases, and I think it was the, uh, the previous incident number four, um, there was uh, uh, already a, a um, litigation arising from that. And uh, AECL representatives admitted they had been aware of the cursor up problem in other centers over a year earlier after previous incidents, but thought software issues had been fixed.
2: How many previous incidents aren't there here?
4: Yes, and that's the thing. Uh, you know, this this is a device that's going to be used every day. We we you know there are six incidents that we're aware of. Uh, we are. I mean, we are up I, to. Inc- I
2: mean, it's hard to hide radiation injuries, but on the other hand, with people who are very sick already, that yeah. mm
4: i mean that's that's one of the things as well i think confounds some of the issues that you know people who are very very sick already with with cancer but some of these people i think and then the issues where this is got picked up are where people kind of had cancers that were you know maybe less severe or you know but then had horrific consequences from their therapy Mm. so we mentioned that um the fda had sort of been involved at this point at this point the fda really gets involved uh So these two incidents in rapid succession, reported by the Texas Health Department to the FDA anyway, despite the, you know, despite the fact that um uh, that you know there's no not a reporting mechanism, they sort of just kept calling the FDA until you know they sort of created one.
2: Someone answered them. Yes.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh. So ACL's initial response. Um that they made three days after the second incident was that all current device users were to refrain from using the up arrow to edit treatment functions. <laughs> oh,
0: okay.
3: All right, I like this. I like this BSDS solution. No, yeah. Even
4: even better. Mm-hmm. So that no one accidentally presses the up arrow. The up arrow was required to be removed from the terminal.
2: ha. Ah. Yes. Now we're getting serious about access control. If you don't yeah. want people to use the button, take the button take, off take the, the machine the fuck off. and yeah. lock it in a cupboard yeah. somewhere.
4: Yeah. Take the button off the keyboard. Tape the key micro switch over so it's in the open position, and that's only able to re-enter the prescription information from scratch in the case oh, she's of an beautiful. error.
0: Beautiful.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so 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 far, in terms of the corrective actions issued by the thing, we've 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 sort of you know messed around with micro switches, and we've got a screwdriver out to lever the key off the keyboard.
0: This is,
2: what, a a how many million dollar machine here?
4: Uh, Do you know what, the one thing I didn't look up was how much this thing cost. I probably should have done that. But, you know, lots. Lots. You know, lots of money.
0: State of
2: the art piece of medical equipment.
4: State of the art. Computer controlled.
1: Hold on, hold on, I got it, but uh, price is right rules. What do you got?
3: Uh, two uh, million we play, dollars. We playing, uh, are we playing with inflation or without?
4: Uh, without. Uh, half a million.
1: Uh, I'm gonna
4: go with 750,000. Yeah.
1: Dr. Tom's got it. It's a million.
0: Ooh. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I went too high. I don't know how much these things cost. But quite literally, a million dollars.
4: Damn it, dude. <laughs> so. The FDA were unsatisfied with this response, and uh,
2: everyone's a critic
4: declares the AE, declares the Therac twenty five defective on May second, uh, nineteen eighty six, requiring that the AECL produce a corrective action plan. Um, and then shortly after this, there is we enter because this is May, uh, and then sort of in 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 medicine then sort of june through august before the sort of new term of this is sort of you know when the sort of uh term of medical school kind of tends to kick out and sort of medical training tends to sort of kick out and before the new input sort of comes in october then this is conference season ah yes
2: well lots to talk about you know yes um...
4: so uh, this has been installed at eleven sites, and a users' group convenes at the American Association of Physicists in Medicine
2: so to ask some questions like, "Why does this kill my patients yes so
4: so, so this is the you know this is where your uh our previous uh, uh tim still uh from uh Hamilton and uh um, Fritz Hager and other operators. Could all talk to each other about the ways in which the Therac-25 seems to be going wrong, and the safety modifications they've been forced to make, such as retrofitting their own safety hardware interlock. And bully the attending AECL representative.
2: <laughs> oh, that's that guy's going to have an interesting time at that conference. Yeah, being being sort of put the question, why has my colleague had? Sort of one of the worst experiences you can have as a medical professional and inadvertently killed a patient horribly due to your company's product. For how would you like to be paid death of the shot? Yeah, I mean, I think one million dollars.
4: Alice is going to be somewhat familiar with this, but there is there is a way of documenting things in medical legal note keeping.
2: <laughs> the que- question was uh, was asked in a sort of a, a yes. robust tone. You know, so, I, I put it to him that he had, uh, you know, assisted in the murder of my patients. So they uh,
4: there were this is this is sort of meeting notes that were recorded and then recounted in um, uh, Leveson's uh, appendix, which was there was a general complaint by all users about the lack of information propagation. The users were not happy about receiving incomplete information. (laughs) The AECL representative countered by stating that AECL does not wish to spread rumours, and that the AECL has no policy to, quote, keep things quiet, unquote.
3: (laughs) You sound like you don't, bud. Yeah.
4: The consensus among the users is that improvement is necessary.
2: Yeah, I bet. So I, we I were get the sense of that consensus. <laughs>
1: Mill- Millimeters from an outright brawl here is what I'm getting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. with the
3: chair, get him with the chair. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so not only sort of uh, content with uh, bullying the AECL representative in person, they they put together a zine. Oh well, was the Aces? That's... You know, just yeah. anyone could do it. So. There were two issues of the uh, uh, Therac25 user group zine, the first of which outlined uh, uh, contained commentary by Tim Still, uh, the physicist at Kenniston, where the first incident occurred, uh, outlining eight significant issues he felt were present in the Therac25 software systems. second issue expanded on just one of those, a function relating to the head position microswitches further and the problems that potentially arose. Again, I would love to find this. Uh, I, I again, this is something that has almost certainly lost to time because there are, there were, this was you know, this was eleven centers. Like
2: mimeographed,
4: yeah, yeah, a, sort of eleven centers of which sort of yeah, half the half the people involved are sort of probably dead, uh, and you know, this is this you know, there may be a copy in someone's attic somewhere, but you know, if we ever see it, that would be amazing, but not in the scope of this recording. Next slide please.
2: Yeah, what actually went wrong so with with software? What,
4: so the Therac twenty five software was developed using the Therac6 and the Therac twenty operating software as a base. Entirely proprietary system created an assembly language for the PDP eleven and as far as could be established, so i gonna remember we parked the phrase people. people. Yes. Yes. As far as can be established, was written by a single anonymous programmer. Person.
2: Person. This is something for the software person. This is to deal the, with.
4: the software person.
1: Yes. In assembly. In
4: assembly.
2: So
1: is Chris Sawyer. Yes, Chris Sawyer. I was going to make
2: that joke. <laughs> Programming was different back in those days. Yeah. You could do the sort of the Margaret Hamilton thing of you know, Christopher programmed uh, all of the you know all eleven thousand lines of code necessary to horribly kill a patient <laughs> by hand. Um,
4: so, when the initial X is entered, the software starts setting up the electron gun in readiness to deliver the. Because we've mentioned this before. This, when you put in an X, it defaults to twenty-five mega electron volts of X-ray. Uh, Photons, yeah, and and
2: then it has to rotate the uh, the like head of the machine into the the hook position for X ray.
4: Yeah, and also set up the magnets inside to bend the beam around to to hit the target. During the magnet setup process, the software clears all of the internal data several times. So if you make changes to the prescribed treatment modality within that approximately 8 second window it displays the corrected prescription information on the operator screen however oh the no. software has configured the magnets within the linear accelerator to produce a particle accelerator beam at the intensity intended for x-ray generation not oh no. electron beam therapy not like that hmm so they dug out the software for the therac 6 and the therac 20 and it couldn't produce the same error but because of the hardware interlocks then the didn't didn't have any incidents because the beam didn't fire or a fuse would blow
2: this is like not a uh, like not something that comes up until you make it purely software and then it's firing uh like an electron beam at the intensity required for an x-ray beam which is going to draw off 99% of that power anyway. It's yes. A but it's... Gotcha.
4: Yes. It's not doing that. It's firing it through the um, electron window.
1: <sighs> I'm surprised it didn't just straight up explode. <laughs>
0: well.
2: I mean, it's, uh, it, it's a testament to particle accelerators, right, yeah, as a science, yeah. that like, hey, you can make one of these, it'll do it, it, it you know, no problems. The machine works fine. Yeah. I regret to inform you that
3: I have to drop off at this point, uh, it being 8 o'clock. Um, Sorry, Liam. Okay. No yeah. worries. Yeah, just I'll just keep the window open.
2: Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, t- Tom, are you good on time, or do you want to, like, take... Uh, do we want to like record this in two parts? What do we feel like?
4: Just
2: if flying, I don't want to yeah. like keep you keep I mean,
4: you I've like got three hours. I've not got many more pages left of my yeah. spiel here. We're kind of yeah, in the okay. home stretch
1: so We got, we got okay. seven sure. more slides can... and then we got safety third, which we can skip And okay. then, yeah.
4: Yeah. Have a good night, everybody Thank you So The investigators noted that basically the speed at which the experience operator can make the changes to the prescription information Um could you I mean, know that's within eight, eight experience seconds yeah this to is hit
2: an up key and an e key is not that much
4: no and yeah. it, it it, but it would sort of you know they've got to skip through all of the previous lines up to the up ah. to the thing and and you know this is someone who's very very experienced and can just be like click back down to the bottom line go ah. so they basically said so the speed at which they can operate um Meant that you could make the changes within that eight-second window, but also because they're so quick at operating this, it's kind of in—you know—the the faster you type, the more errors you may introduce. So, and and because the system is so finicky, they're used to operating with the thing just going. Oh, just, it's it's paused again. Mm. And it, it, this feels like one of
2: those cultural things where it's like I remember reading something about um, it was it was like a it was a fighter pilot's memoir from the Second World War. Where his his friend's like a not he can't quite get to grips with the idea of like dogfighting. His brain doesn't work that way. What he's good at is mm. like flying very straight and level despite distractions. And what they eventually tell him is, you know, go and go and be a bomber pilot, go and do that instead. At which he's very successful. Mm. Um and it's like it feels like this is one of those applications where what you want is sort of like extreme consistency and like thoughtfulness rather than like speed of action. Um mm. But if you've got you know twenty patients to see that day, then it doesn't you know th- there's different sets of incentives, you know. Yes.
4: Yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, this is, I mean, very relevant to sort of the current state of healthcare in the UK. But that's probably for mm. another time. Um, I, I imagine much harder to be
2: sort of that kind of very deliberative personality.
4: Yeah, it, um, you, you've got to be city. you've you've got to be on it the whole time, and the amount of time you've got to be on it is rapidly increasing but you know that's that's that is the way it is um so uh i've got a hard mode version of what exactly is going on here. this is this is this is is sort of taken straight from leveson so next slide please what so,
2: is wrong with computer brackets? Alice will not understand. This yeah,
4: y- yes, I, I mean I, I'd say uh, this is not my wheelhouse, and this is me sort of looking through this, reading this several times, and and then sort of trying to sort of uh, approximate it from my own sort of knowledge. But so you have the monitor task, which is called treat, and this has eight subroutines. Data ent being the data entry task, and it communicates with the keyboard handler task. That's the bit that you know tells you what keys you put in, and that shares a variable in the data entry uh, uh, called data entry complete. When the prescription data has been entered, the flags change to denote this. And when it's set, the treat subroutine moves to variable three, which is set up test. It exits that and then restarts the treat subroutine. In the original version of the software, to determine whether the data entry was flagged as complete depended on the position of the cursor on the command line at the bottom of the terminal screen, but not when it had been moved subsequently
2: so it just it's not intended for you to edit this again if it, like uh what the programmer has in mind is you ed- you put in the prescription details and you get it right if yeah. you get it wrong you ditch the whole thing start process from like beginning
4: yes and then it's not entered again if it's been flagged as complete it would usually force the technician to enter the prescription data except when x-ray photon mode is selected so this is why the 8 seconds is quite quick it's got to go through they've, they've got to go through and put every bit of prescription information in Uh, If it's electron beam, Uh, if it's x-ray, it just defaults to 25 mega electron volts and skips back down to the bottom. So this is the portion of the software that sets another task in motion called hand, which sets the position of the treatment head. But because the data entry has not been exited and won't be entered again to in this cycle, there's no way in the software to detect the incompatibility between the treatment information entered and the treatment head setting. Huh. So then the final bit of this software is called a subroutine called magnet, and that sets the that's where the eight-second delay is relevant. So this has an artificial delay introduced to account for the time it sets all of those um, electron magnets up to deliver the beam. And that's set up using a routine called uh P time. It's cycled through several times and checks with the keyboard handler to see if there are any edits made. Of course, the way it executes. Because it clears that flag, then it never detects that there's, there's been an edit made and defaults back to the data entry. So giving this you is, the eight-second window. like watching
2: a gun being
4: assembled. It's horrible. Yeah. Leaves an a, a eight-second window. It's possible to edit the modality and dose, have it be displayed correctly on the terminal screen, not be recognized by the software, and then resulting in the two overdose incidents that were at each Texas.
2: That's such a like easy thing to miss. That like
1: no, it's software. I... It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <sighs> so the FDA, the 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 radiation scientists, you know, they they are continually bullying AECL throughout all of this. The FDA are similarly scathing with internal memorand. Levison managed to get hold of some internal memoranda uh, for her report and indicated that. They possibly omitted awareness of previous radiation safety incidents involving the THERAC-25 having settled out of court the injury sustained by Katie as the first uh, victim in Marietta, Georgia. And insufficient detail and clarity of their quality assurance process with no response provided to the Canadian Radiation Protection Board after they requested further details of software revision and requirements. So this is uh, uh, Gord. So they didn't reply. Mm-hmm. So they Did you they just say
2: emails? Did you just the
1: say Canadian?
4: Canadian, Canadian yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> that's, that's what they should call it. That's like yeah. there's always a background level of Canadians around, right? Yes. And uh, but then above yeah. that there's like a an error, at like a point at which you might stochastically be exposed to a Canadian you might, in a way that yeah. increases your risk of consuming like maple syrup or like
4: uh saying uh, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh yes. Uh, so, so they 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 ignored. They basically because they settled the first incident out of court. They didn't, you know, they were settled out of court. You can't, you know, we settled this out set of court. To
2: get mad at us.
4: You yeah, can't get did. mad at us. We settled. AECL yeah. uh, yes. intended to keep the obscure and undocumented error codes, which the FDA liked them. You know, the I'm not did, sure
2: why, but they did.
4: FDA demanded the change to provide more explicit warnings, and then they did not plan to uh, do any additional QA. To ensure exact copying mm. of the updated software to the installed devices, or test any further updates to software to ensure safety,
2: just remarkably like lackadaisical
4: about yeah. this. So the producer ra- fine. Don't worry about so it. a Revised <laughs> uh, corrective action plan was published on the December twenty second, nineteen eighty six. Uh, this implemented suspension of treatment for dose error was detected, and a planned impl- and a plan to implement meaningful error messages.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, we're gonna so make
4: so a, a, a British, You know, yeah. We make a plan. You know, make a plan to have a committee to sort of work out what what is meaningful in the context of an error message. What was so
2: difficult about error messages at this point? I mean, I guess I understand that, like now, in an age of everything, where it's like, "Oopsie, whoopsie," the computer made a fucky wucky. You know, you might not want yeah. to have to like delve back through like error in block zero X whatever, but like. Mm this is so it's such a weird right. point to be
1: insistent about why not give the uh, why not give the operators a printout of the yeah. error code documentation mm.
0: i yeah. I,
1: th- I feel like that's a nice quick
4: interim solution here <laughs> uh, yeah this this is this was the revised plan and everything was fine at this point the, all the major safety issues had been addressed and the federal oversight had been successful please don't mm. say a date now january 17th 1987 Fuck. <laughs> yes, this, this has a fake ending. Uh the Theric twenty five. It, it's was... like it comes back from the dead to, yeah, it, to kill someone else. It, it 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 was not done yet. Uh this is uh, so on this case an unnamed patient attends the uh Yakima Valley Memorial Hospital for treatment of a carcinoma. Uh again, no further information about the cancer itself. A second patient of the day. And they are intended to have two film exposures. So basically, they do a low dose X sort of like sort of low dose X ray with a film underneath the patient to sort of say have we got the right place, uh, and then a high dose X ray treatment uh, with a ten intended total dose of eighty six rads. It's a very sort of, you know low dose. Hmm. Uh, the, so this is the eighties, and so taking an, an X ray requires you actually placing a physical x-ray photographic film under the patient, perform the first. Still does in some places. Still you does in some get, places.
2: You can, you can get, like, Russian, uh, like, we well, used to be able to get a Russian x-ray film relatively readily that oh. you can make some very interesting film exposures with, because it
4: doesn't have, like, a halation layer, or whatever it is. So they did the first return to the treatment room, set the beam for the second. Upon returning, they wrote, so they sort of set the beam up for the second x-ray, did the second x-ray, rotated the treatment head from the f- into the field light position, to check the positioning for therapeutic treatment. And at this point, they inadvertently left the second X-ray, the second uh, exposed film under the patient. You know, these things happen. You, you know, you're treating sort of multiple patients. You've kind of got two films. You've taken one film. They left the X-ray film under. So we uh, So we have the hand command on the terminal uh, in the operator room. And you can also position the treatment head using a, a hand control as well. So they they in this case they they set the dose using the handheld unit, went back to the terminal room, displayed beam ready, having entered all the prescription information, the operator pressed the B key for beam ready. Yeah, for again, beam. again B for beam, P for pause, E for yeah, you know, yeah, you know, literalists, 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 Canadian literalists, all the way through. Uh, the beam came on, but no dose information was displayed. The operator in deposition stated there a message may briefly have been displayed. However, the treatment was simply paused. And as the operators are used to doing at this point, they pressed the P key to resume treatment. The machine paused again. And the so we have the upgraded error messages here. This one was flatness.
0: <laughs> what? What, is, uh, what could that possibly
2: mean? <sighs> Have, have we have in like the past couple of hours? Have we heard of anything that you could express in terms of like topographical mm. flatness? Like,
4: <laughs> uh, I I think this is something to do with so, so so we sort of talk about beam flattening in in um, okay. x so I suspect it's something to do with that. But again, this is this is the supposedly upgraded error system, and this is this is you know this is the sort of errors that we're getting. But uh, the thing is that uh, the machine only displayed dosing information for two X-ray films, seven rats. The operative went to unpause the treatment for a, th- a third time, but heard the patient moaning from the treatment room over the intercom and went to check on them. Um, they reported a sensation of pain and burning in the chest, and over the next several days that developed into a burn with the characteristic striped pattern, matching slots in the blocking tray, very similar to that seen at the previous Yakima Valley in-, in December of 1985. So, sort of about mm. two years, sort of a year or so before. Uh, AECL initially recommended users should manually confirm the position of the trip. Again, you, this, is, this is a you problem, not an us problem, before positioning <laughs> with the trip. Of course. Uh, an engineer was dispatched from Ottawa. In the meantime, medical physicists at Yakima Valley conducted their own investigations and they managed to achieve production of X ray beams in the field light position.
2: Oh good. So there's nothing attenuating that. No, whatsoever. so there's no, no. this is,
4: so there's no electron beam controller. there is no uh tungsten this is just coming through the the diagnostic light. light. The the, diagnostic the, light. Yeah. Um <laughs> so they tested this onto x-ray film and they compared it with, this again another fantastic bit of um uh, fortunately they actually left the x-ray film under the patient because they were able to compare the x-ray film that had inadvertently left under the patient affected with the simulation films that they ran and they noticed a the patch in uh, a match in the patterns displayed on the two so again another huge win here for medical physicists knowing what they're doing and,
2: radiation detective work
4: yes there's, there's some fantastic detective work here the patient uh, was determined to deliver the dose up to 10,000 rads and they died in April of 87 relating to complications from the radiation exposure. While they had advanced cancer, they uh, the, the family brought a lawsuit again to ACL that uh, indicated that the radiation exposure had hastened their death, and again, this was settled out of court. Naturally. <sighs> the ACL determined this could not be entirely due to hardware error and determined the unit was awaiting an update to the software following the conclusion of the FDA corrective actions. So, it hadn't had yet the software update from the East Texas instance. However, this fault was uh, an entirely separate quirk of the operator software. Incredible. Third one. Second second, fault. uh, uh, Yeah, second uh, sort of, because they think that the, the Hamilton one was probably. The same thing as well, because of the the. the, Remember that in Hamilton, Ontario, that's where the patient had the sort of line pattern. So they suspect Mm the the similar thing may have happened, but that was never determined. So how this determines once again, we're going back to this diagram. It determines position by the micro switches. They had already had the hardware revision following the incident in Hamilton. It made modifications to the hardware. Software was unchanged, and a different failure mechanism. Uh was the culprit here so this is uh again i think we're on to hard mode now because what uh next slide please happens here is uh what goes what goes wrong in computer two more hard mode uh the software flaw here is that um is what's referred as a race condition error so there's multiple competing processes occurring at the same time position of
2: different timing problem
4: a different timing yeah, it's all problem. time
2: related it seems
4: yeah this one writes the position of the head matching that in the prescription data and it's got a housekeeping program uh process called uh lmtc elmut check uh which sets up a single bit in one shared variable called f dollar mal and if this is set to zero the code enters the setup done stage of the treat algorithm It does this by working through an 8-bit counter called class 3. It increases by 1 each time the setup test portion of T-phase runs. This is going through multiple setup runs, as we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. It's an 8-bit counter, so the maximum it can count to is from 0 to 255. So if someone were coincidentally to press the set button on the hand control, at the exact moment that variable rolls over again to zero, the software wouldn't enter the head position check mode and would ins- instead display that the beam was ready to fire
2: that's so <laughs> weird i so and it's purely like dumb luck that you have to do this simultaneous it is simultaneously, yes,
4: simultaneously yeah. which is why this this machine was used sort of it happened on. Two possibly three occasions out of what is likely hundreds and hundreds of uses, just because you know someone happened to hit the button at exactly the right moment at which that bit flips over from two five five to zero.
1: This is such a. Like, I mean, statistically, though, thing. that's
4: statistically though,
1: that's like 03 percent of times, which is a lot. That's that's a lot <laughs> yeah. of times for the software to run in such a way that it kills the patient.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so. I think we're sort of, we post three hours on this point now. Uh, I, I think we can sort of wrap things up a little bit. So there was a back and forth with the FDA, essentially at this point, multiple lawsuits that were settled out of court, which is why we have very little information. The extensive sort of hardware changes were made to the... Um, to The device and it's
2: too expensive to like just throw them all out. I presume you have yeah. to find a way to like fix them and keep them running,
4: yeah, exactly. So they had to sort of make multiple sort of uh, alterations. The hardware, what they basically did was reconstruct, sort of retrofit this machine back to being uh essentially the uh the Therac 20. Um, so um what they had to do was they introduced hardware interlocks on the therapy head positioning system. They implemented, um, a turntable potentiometer to independently monitor the therapy head position. Uh, I think we're on next slide. If we haven't got that. Yes, we have. Okay, good. Great. Uh, the other thing that had to be implemented was it was a a dead man switch, uh, in the operator room. So to actually make the thing work, you had to have your foot on the pedal. Otherwise it would not fire. Uh, a hardware shut-, shut down circuit was introduced independent uh, hardware control shut down circuit hardware interlock on then the bending magnet so it ensure that it can't fire when the tungsten target is it, until it's in the correct position um, limiting the editing keys to cursor up backspace and return and Hardware interlocks again from preventing the beam from turning on in the field. Like
2: hey, position. but you can you can put your up arrow key back on the keyboard. Now, you can so dig, so you can progress.
4: find it. Yeah, dig it out of the cupboard, and you can un- take take the tape off, and you can stick the the up arrow back on. Um, <laughs> they uh, eliminated eliminated the software errors in the East Texas Yakima Valley instance. Uh, they changed the error me- messages to be meaningful, although no description has been made of what meaningful means in the circumstance. Uh, they had a, a, an additional software shutdown uh, mechanism, and what were described by uh, Levison as 23 other changes to improve reliability of the software. Um, they finally, after six instance, uh acknowledged that any errors resulting in a treatment pause would instead suspend the treatment, and they prevent. Sometimes
2: you've got to like inconvenience your yes. user a little bit more. and preventing it yeah. sort of.
4: On-site copying of code, so all the code had to sort of, you know, they had to sort of centralize the sort of code uh, so that all the updates were sort of applied simultaneously. Uh, what uh, Ed Miller, the director of the Division of Standards Enforcement at the Center for Devices and Radiological Health, the FDA wrote in 1987, was that the FDA has performed extensive review of the Therac-25 software and hardware safety systems. We cannot say with absolute certainty that all software problems that might result in an improper dose have been found and eliminated.
2: Oh, cool. Okay.
4: However, we are confident um, that the hardware and software safety features recently added will prevent future catastrophic consequences of failure. Uh, that was... Inshallah? Inshallah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No further Therac 25 incidents has were reported.
2: Um, th- 30 years with everyone watching it like a hawk. Yeah. These things presumably are now at the end of their lives anyway.
4: Yeah, I mean, they so may those... the likelihood is these were probably all, you know, again, these cost a million dollars each, but then uh, in terms of litigation costs, there probably reaches a point whereby uh, it's cheaper to replace it with a unit that doesn't uh, cause catastrophic radiation injury. Rather we than, always gonna have with the those one or might. two,
1: one or two patients are going to walk in the room and are going to see. Therac twenty five printed on the unit, and they're going to be like, nope. Oh yeah, nope. yeah. <laughs> I want a
2: second opinion. No, no thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the, the good news is that this like is now enough of a case study for like software engineering.
4: Yes, so I would hope,
2: I would hope and pray, right, that this leads to mm. sort of like a change in mindset of how you write software for. Applications yes. or something that can kill
0: a person. And and the, the basically,
4: um, the, the software was largely on the, the, all of the tests were on the hardware.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So they they sort of wrote the software, uh, but they they didn't you know the, the errors weren't documented. You know the error conditions weren't documented. They didn't go through the same QA procedures, procedures as the hardware, and they this um, one of sort of Levison's critiques of the software is that it's massively over engineered. So it's it's too complex for what it's supposed to be doing. What it's supposed to be doing is is set up the electron beam, change the mode, fire the beam. And what it's trying to do is kind of keep juggling sort of multiple sort of variables that are sort of calling back on each other. Uh, And it's it's sort of, you know, you're creating the conditions for which this can fail by introducing these sort of race condition errors because you're relying on the fact that people don't do weird things with software which people do all the time you know yeah, they, 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 we, yeah, we talked we talked about speedrunning earlier and effectively speedrunning is sort of ways of just like you know very you know reproducibly breaking software in accidental ways that are not supposed to happen and that's sort of uh, kind of the thing that sort of happened here in that these you know you know these these errors occurred because you know, as the sort of case let's say with speedrunning, that you know okay if you are an average person if you're the average engineer who came in to sort of inspect the device in east texas they couldn't reproduce the error you know the person who could reproduce the error first was the operator and they could really reproduce the error and then the medical physicist and then eventually the engineer having sort of been shown how to do it but it sort of takes a lot of once practice once
2: they believe them once well, they believe yeah, it them. seems they're very reluctant to do as well
4: yeah Just like
2: refusal to actually trust the operator of your product um, when they say that it has like a a failure condition. Uh, uh, Anticipate.
4: And let's say the every medical physicist that was involved and every you know radiation protection officer that was involved with the um, you know these incidents, cottoned on to what was going on, and it was really a sort of a race to reproduce the errors before you know uh, sort of you know there was legal consequences or sort of. You know, things were sort of squirreled away because things were settled out of court. Um, and it's only thanks to sort of the extensive documentation that was made by these people that we've got any idea of what went on in the first place because the existence of this thing has been, you know, scrubbed, it has been scrubbed from existence. Barely has a Wikipedia yeah. article.
2: Yeah, say that. It has like yeah. three, you know, uh, three sections uh, of which yeah. it's, you know, sort of presented as a as a mild case study. Mm. Um,
4: so I think that... Sorry,
1: this this, uh, incident always, you know, brought up like a, um, at least something I thought it did, which apparently it didn't bring up the idea of professional licensing for software engineers, right? Where you work on like a really safety critical system like this. You know, if you are, if you're a civil engineer and you pulled something that did this, you would go to jail. Um, But if you're a software engineer, it's like, okay. We made this very complex system that we said is 100% reliable and it results in several deaths. Well, you know, whatever. And, and I, I thought after this, you started to get like a movement for um, profess- professional licensing for software engineers mm-hmm. who work in these sorts of safety critical, but otherwise relatively yeah. simple systems. Uh, this has not been the case. I think, I think in total, there have been 44 software PE licenses issued in the entire United States. So it's, it's not common. It's still, you have, yeah. and I guess that's how you can get away with things like Tesla autopilot or, or the uh, self driving, full self driving stuff yeah. where the car yeah. homes in on kids and kills them. Um, and there's no one experiences any liability from this.
2: Uh, yeah. I think it's easy to like generalize, especially like we've seen it here where it's like it's a one person, one unknown person becoming computer people because it's mm, like, yes. A lot of people do not understand software engineering. I certainly don't, and therefore it, it becomes the province of like people—the people who do that—and mm. um, you know that's that's their responsibility. Uh, it's, it's right, just, it comes were... out of the computer somewhere.
4: Yeah.
1: If so uh... there, if they were a structure, there would be a stamp <laughs> with a name on it and a number.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. But no one ever wants to do more regulation apart from us. Yeah. yeah.
4: One thing that sort of, Le- sort of, in, in terms of this, and we're sort of, this is sort of an expanded discussion that could go on, but um, what Levison says in her sort of critique of everything is it it often takes an accident to alert people to the dangers involving technology. I'm quoting directly here. Um, and a, a medical physicist wrote about the Therac-25 instance that in the past decade or two, the medical accelerator industry has become a little complacent about safety. We've assumed that manufacturers have all kinds of safety design experience since they've been in the business a long time. We know that there are many safety codes, guides, and regulations to guide them, and we have been reassured by the hitherto excellent record of these machines. And except for a few instances in the 1960s, e.g., at Hammersmith, Hamburg, the use of medical accelerators has been remarkably free of serious radiation radiation accidents until now. Perhaps, though, we've been spoiled by this success, and the comment that this problem seems to be common across all fields. So, yeah, that the, the sort of complacency about you know this is this is you know these previous devices were fine. And uh, you know, the software people know what they're doing wasn't the thing here. Uh, and just a brief thing on this, sort of next slide, as a sort of wrap up. Um, <laughs> the main question that sort of a lot of people ask was, you know, this device able, was able to come to market with two software mechanisms that could deliver a fatal dose of radiation. So what sort of testing was involved? What sort of FDA licensing process was involved? And the licensing process involved was something called pre-market notification. So this was introduced because it was designed, in principle. So this is quoting directly from the FDA that the device to be marketed is safe and effective, in that is it's substantially equivalent to a legally marketed device. So because oh the- my God, we've seen this happen as a loophole with the car industry, yeah. we've seen uh, like. Uh,
2: dangerous cars get through because they've managed to convince the Department of Transportation that it's not a substantial, it's like it's not a new model, it's yeah. like a slight refinement of an existing thing that you've already passed.
1: Or maybe an airplane.
2: Or an
4: airplane. <laughs> <I> yes. <have. laughs> so the Therac 20 and the Therac 25, because the Therac 6 was on the market and had already gone through the full approvals process, neither of the other devices were required to go through the same and they entered the market because of the 50- 510K procedure. Because it speeds things
2: up, speeds it allows up. you to iterate. Yeah. It's efficient. Yeah. I mean, this is also something else that harkens to to the seven three seven max yeah. is, uh, it, as as we just said, it's the airline industry too is uh, one of these industries that has benefited from success because it is very safe. It knows it's yeah. very safe. It considers itself to have a safety culture, and that was precisely the way that allowed it to be sort of so complacent about these things is because when you have this sort of like uh evidence base of safety it allows you to go oh well this thing that happened was probably just an aberration because you know mistakes like that do not happen in our industry they don't happen to us
4: no and it, this is the thing is is that while the fda did change its procedures here so they they did implement a way by which you know you end users were then able to uh record sort of errors with, with and report errors with medical devices and software uh, because this is obviously, you know, software is a thing that's in relative infancy at the time. Um, they, they still have issues with medical devices. So subsequently to the Therac-25, there's been other device scandals which have occurred. Um, in sort of the specialty used work, which is orthopedics, there was a particular um, design of uh, total hip replacement with a metal-on-metal bearing um, that came to market because it was a modified version of a previous design and the previous design had undergone all the previous safety procedures even though it had an entirely different bearing surface um and that resulted in lots of uh, patient uh, mobility where these things failed early because of the uh, eccentric wear uh on the uh, cup this is that's an episode in itself um and also sort of transvaginal mesh implants is the other big medical scandal so um these are sort of implantable meshes that were originally developed sort of to repair sort of hernias but then they applied for a license based on the fact that you know we use these to repair hernias uterine prolapse is kind of like a hernia it's still going in the abdominal cavity uh it's basically the same it's basically the same know? and uh, there was a sort of uh you know the, the there was a bma investigation to one of this and they sort of found that there were sort of tens of different mm-hmm. devices all having spun off from this one parent device all doing completely different things in different parts of the body made of different materials and in the case of the of the sort of um, vaginal transvaginal mesh implants a huge uh, scandal that's left lots of people severely, you know disabled incontinent all sorts of horrific consequences as a result
2: just sort of an, an easy way to get your foot in the door of regulations yeah. you get one thing approved yes. and then just anything else like it you can just like yeah. sort of slide through
1: all right, yeah. The last thing was good. This one's probably good too. Yeah, God, prove it,
0: Bill. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> and it's it, in medicine. It's this sort of there. There can sort of be an element whereby this occurs in one specialty, and everyone sort of goes, "Well, mm, well, that would occur in that specialty." but yeah.
2: the, those idiots over in the radiology department they <laughs> might do that this will never happen to me in the urology yeah. so
4: department. i think i think this is the you know the, where there is a good argument for sort of saying well look you know you've got to kind of keep abreast of what is happening in other area, other sectors of your profession because you know the, the you know what's happened in one has happened in another and it's happened multiple times and any new device you know you have you have some sort of level of scrutiny of all new devices coming to market um, since so, so in you know, and, and after every one of these, there is then the push for regulation, but in a specific sector. So the the um this hip implant, which is something called the uh Depew, um ASR. So as a result of that, lots of uh places, the US and the UK, uh did change the way that they sort of record medical devices. They're much more stringent about what devices they're They implemented basically a complete ban on metal and metal hip bearings um being used. Uh, but then uh, you know these, there's there's several other fields where, whereby other there, there are loads of devices on the market with pre-market notification and um, I think caution uh, you know yes it does drive innovation I think it's important to have healthcare innovation from a you know, personal standpoint but at the same time uh, you know be aware of sort of making huge dramatic changes to uh, one device or mm. It's just an
2: easy way of doing regulation on the cheap because governments don't like regulating things and manufacturers yes, don't yeah. like being regulated and the only people who benefit from regulation are clinicians and patients you know and who cares about them
0: <sighs>
2: <laughs> Well I think we've I, we've learned a lot about the Theric 25 Yeah and, I, I it's good I'm
4: uh, I'm 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 glad to have written a thesis it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs>
2: We think we have time for safety third, or do we want to get an I, early night after a mere three I, and a half hours?
1: I want to get it. I want to go get some food before everything closes.
4: Uh, perfectly reasonable. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah.
2: Tom, <laughs> thank you so much for yes, coming no on snack. and for writing the slides for this. That's little uh, It's been yeah. very entertaining, and yes. <laughs> we'll love to have you back on anytime we get anything, even tenuously medically. That's fine. I'm
4: happy Sick. to happy to come back. Uh, um, yeah. I, I have. Early. I have. Sorry. Oh. I was was going to say say, our
1: next episode is on the Chernobyl disaster. (laughs)
4: Yes.
2: (laughs) People want more Tom, where can they find you? Uh,
4: So I have nothing to plug. You can, you can find me working in the NHS, although you struggle to find me because I'd sort of in a lab most of the day. Uh, The only things I would say at this point, if you're certainly, if you're in the UK, uh, you know, please support the nurses who are on strike. Uh, at the moment please support ambulance drivers on strike the uh, BMA is holding a strike ballot in two days time for junior doctors to support junior doctors when we go on strike and at some point it looks like there may even be a consultant strike as an indication of how uh, problematic things are in the NHS because uh, yeah we are losing good people at a rapid rate and it is at all levels of the organization now
1: it's incredible how Jeremy Corbyn did this
4: (laughs)
2: <laughs> I don't know why he did this, and I don't really support him doing that. But you know, uh, well, we have a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. You get a yes. bonus episode when we do a bonus episode. We yes. do them as quickly as we can, which is yeah. not very quickly. Yes, uh, we, we we are also falling apart, but without under any of the other, other like institutional pressures, we're yes. just also doing that for fun. Um. And, you know, please do that. We would be very happy to take your money and we'll see you
0: next time. Yes.